Hey, this is David Howard Thornton. You might know me as Art the Clown for the movie Terrifier, and this is Without Your Head. The station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Mule. That would make me terrible, Troy. And treacherous Trista. We have the fine people here of teacher shortage. We have Brink Stevens. And Deborah Lane will be here shortly. We have Chris Jenner. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, she's here, Deborah oh. Lane. <laughs> <laughs> I popped in when you weren't looking. All right, perfect timing. Perfect timing. Uh, Chris Jenner. I hope I said your last name correctly. I should have asked. That is perfect. That is correct. All right. Very good. Uh, Samantha Mary. Wow. David E. McMahon. All right. Derek Huey, cinematographer. Yeah. And the director. And editor. I'm sorry. I don't want to to leave out any credits. Yes, many credits. Many, many credits. And director Troy Escamilla. Or Escamilla. Escamilla is good. Escamilla. Yeah, you got to give it that flair. It's very good. Uh, good to have you guys here. And uh, teacher shortage is currently on uh, Amazon Prime. Hey. Yes. Check yeah. Uh, for people <laughs> can't who wait don't to see it. Yeah, everyone. You guys should. You guys. You probably should have checked it out before the show. <laughs> Been a good idea. Kidding, kidding. Yeah. We'll we'll fill you in, Chris. What the movie's about. <laughs> Maybe you'll be interested in, in checking it out. Then. 
Uh, Troy, can you give us a, a quick idea what uh, teacher shortage is about for people who aren't aware yet? Yeah, absolutely. It is a uh, it's a it's a slasher flick, uh, and it deals with a group of English teachers at Prescott High School who are being stalked by a masked killer for some reason or other. I guess you'd have to watch the film to know why. But yeah, that's basically it. It's a little bit. It's a little. Um, a little bit of a twist on the traditional slasher genre because instead of, you know, the high school students being the victims in this film, it's the teachers. So uh, where, when did the, uh, when did the idea come about? When was like, hey, this is something I'd like to write and create. Um, I'm actually a teacher. I'm actually an English teacher. Well, right now, not right now. I was an English teacher. I work at a high school. I'm a librarian now, but the idea for teacher shortage has been floating around in my mind for a long time. Um, just because, you know, I, I like the, I, I guess I like the idea of it being the teachers that are being the, the ones that are being stalked. And I also, because I've been in education for so long, I also kind of wanted to embed kind of a commentary on the state of education, um, into the film. Um, a lot of the dialogue that you hear in the movie is literally stuff that I've heard from department meetings or out of teachers' mouths. So, um, when I decided to write, uh, you know, when I decided what I was going to do for my third film, this one definitely was, like I said, it, it, this, the seed of the, this idea, the seed has been in my mind for a long time. So I just, yeah. Uh, Derek, the man of many uh, the, the hats here in the film, uh, how did you get involved? Uh, were you and Troy friends before uh, before working uh, on? Uh, yeah, we. Uh, I produced, shot, and edited his last film, Stirring. And then I shot and edited his first film, uh, Party Night. So we've been working together for about a good, what is that, six years, five years now? Yeah, because we shot Party Night in 2016. I thought it was 15. No, uh -oh. six, yeah, it came in 2016, yeah. It's been I know it took forever for it to get distributed, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> how, did, how did the partnership come about originally? Uh, we met online. And then I'm like, give me money. And we met at the bar and he gave me money. And then we started That's always working a good together. Way to, yeah, to get together. Yeah. Same with me. Same with me. That's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it's very romantic. The, the yeah. first, wow. For, for party night, like, uh, he was looking for a cinematographer. He is the guy who was going to shoot it. Uh, no offense to him, but he was horrible and Troy knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can uh, drop his name. Go ahead. <laughs> Full name. Yeah. Kick him while he's down. Hopefully he's not watching. Yeah, sure. He wants nothing to do with us now. But uh, so yeah, so I just came through and I'm like, here's some here's some short films I've made. You know, check it out. And then he's like, well, it's between you and this other guy. I looked at the other guy's stuff. It was okay, but I was like, it's garbage. Don't hire that guy. This dude's way better. Trust me. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking third. Uh, uh, go on, sorry. No, and I said that it worked out. I mean, we've made three films together. Um, they've turned out pretty good, I would say. I they, progressively, they, prog they, they progressively get better, um, which is a good thing, right? Uh, no, yeah, you don't want to start high and go down. That's... Yeah. Uh, Brink, how We're did you get start. involved? I had worked on Troy's previous movie, Stirring, uh, also called Mrs. Claus. 
And uh, I just had a great time. I was very impressed with Derek Huey's work as well, because he could visualize the shots in his head, being a photographer and an editor. So it went really smoothly. And I was delighted when Troy invited me to be in his third movie. We did a fun little thing uh, when he wrote the script. It's kind of an homage to Slumber Party Massacre, which was my very first movie in 1981, where in Slumber Party, my character forgets a book in her locker and has to go back and get it. And she's killed by a maniac who actually slices her on the arm. So we did a similar thing where I forget my keys and I have to go back and I get stalked. We have, have, have people picked up on that, you know, that, you uh, know, that that's uh, like an homage. Or, an, I, I, I don't know. A few people have. Yeah, definitely. A few people have mentioned it. And actually, I, yeah, I sent, I sent, after I wrote the scene, I sent it to her and said, here, I, I wrote the scene. I, I said, I know it's not a huge part, but I think if you read it, you'll really get a kick out of it. And I, if she would have said no, honestly, I probably just would have not, I would have removed that scene because it is, it was just a huge wink to Slumber Party Massacre and there was nobody else that could have done it except her. And since I worked with her previously, I just, fingers crossed that she, she would do it. And yeah. I think my fans will definitely get the idea. I do. Yeah. 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 I do. Especially when I'm hiding in the bathroom stall and my arm is bleeding and I'm trying to mop the blood up with a Kleenex. Um, it's so slumber party. So it was a wonderful homage. That was yeah. fun. Let's see. Uh, De uh, Deborah, how did you get involved? Oh, gosh. That's a good question. Let me think. Um, <clears throat> Troy, do you know? <laughs> she just, I she stumped her already. She just kind of showed up on set. Oh, okay. She just showed up. Yeah, no, she... Hey, I said, hey, I heard there was a movie going on here. Can yeah, I do yeah. <laughs> No, but she, um, I, I, you, I had done a lot of, I had done a lot of casting posts and she responded to one. So yeah. I, sent her, I sent her the script yeah. and had a little video audition and she sent it in. And I was, I loved what she, I loved her interpretation of the character because the character actually of Sue Steele is based on a department, a department chair that I had who was yeah. very high who is very high, strong, and just very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, interesting, unique, <laughs> um, quirky. So I really like... OCD, OCD-ish. <laughs> so I was happy that, that she, you know, got, got, kind of got that through the, through the script and was yeah. able to bring that character to life the way... Yeah, I, I remember reading the script, and I, I loved the character, and I'm like, oh, this is so me. I've got to do this. So I'm, I'm really happy that Troy chose me to do the part uh, and and to get to work with this cast and brink is fabulous since we've been friends since way way back when and uh so that was fun and you know it, i just really <laughs> i enjoyed the film and i'm very very extremely pleased how it turned out it's i love it and uh i've gotten so much uh amazingly positive feedback from people who tell me how they how much they love it i'm like oh i'm so happy but then of course um uh on set it was just you know the most fun you could possibly have you know with a bunch of people on on set 
You had so many lines that you had to memorize. I hardly had any dialogue. It was all action. But I was really proud of you when I was watching you. You memorize all that stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was... Um, there was some... Yeah. I, I worked on it. <laughs> I did want to mention along those lines, there is, uh, you know, because talk about being like a throwback to a slasher film, but it is uh, a dialogue and character-driven movie for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think sure. makes you, you know, care about the characters and when something happens to them, if you get to know them a bit. I love the scene in the car with uh, Michael Tula and Kaylee Williams. Yeah, I love that that back and forth with those two in the car. I, that's that's one of my favorite uh, scenes. Is when you know they're drinking in the car and they have this banter. I I love that scene. Sure, Deborah, but, that's your favorite scene. <laughs> what? That's my favorite scene. Yeah, they were very, they're, they're very natural. They they really had you know, great rapport together, and you know, very believable. I love that scene too. My favorite uh, scene is when I go get the lasagna. I've heard everyone's talking about the lasagna. I still is there more of a, is, there, is there some kind of story uh, behind this? Oh, there was like a fight. Up set of what it should be. They were like, fucking panini, fucking spaghetti. Just change it to fucking lasagna. It doesn't matter. No, she kept saying, she's like, she would never serve spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, because Sue Steele would not serve spaghetti. Yeah. So we and came up with spaghetti those. Spaghetti just for the scene. But, but the funny part is, is that first I bring this salad, you know, because there's dialogue among the people at the table. And so I bring this salad and I'm like, here, and there's no plates. <laughs> and then, couldn't afford that. And then, <laughs> so then the line the my line is okay i'm gonna go get the lasagna you know i'll be right back so in one of the takes i said i don't know for some reason i felt like sue would be extremely excited about the, the lasagna <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna get the lasagna <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't know why i didn't use that one i remember why i didn't use so I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good for a laugh now. Yeah, yeah. I've known David a, for a while. Go on, sorry. Huh? I was going to say, I've known David for a while online, and uh, when he popped up in the movie, I was like, I, th- I don't think he's quite as old as he looks in the movie. So, he, you know, he gets a... <laughs> Get his hair all gray, you know, the beard grade. I'm at that age, Neil, where nobody wants forty somethings in a movie, so I had to convince Troy I could be fifty something. <laughs> so yeah, a little, he, a little hard living gray. for a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Totally yeah. 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 super great some scenes, and then it's kind of gray other scenes. It's just normal on other scenes. Well, you really Roger was better. good at doing the back of my head, so he he always made sure the the gray was even. Right. Your acting was superb. Yeah. I mean, oh, you yeah. played like the perfect asshole, and I mean, I know it was a stretch <laughs> for you. Well, see, I hate to tell people that that really wasn't acting, so it's kind of worked out fine. So. Uh, you were the funniest guy to work with, though. Funniest yeah. to edit, funniest to shoot. Well, I was going to uh, say, yeah. he really added a lot of uh, comic relief, I thought, to the movie. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I liked, I liked his ad libs that were that he came up with uh, in the dinner scene when he's uh, leaving the table and he's just basically telling everybody to fuck off. And uh, it was, it was great. 
Is that yeah. before or after you slapped me about a hundred times? I was just going to say the slap. <laughs> was this, part, was this, a, really was this I, a scene in the movie? Or? It's yeah. in the movie, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah it's, it's in there, in there. the slap. Yeah. She started out very gentle, and she's like, do you mind if I go a little harder? I'm like, no, no. And by the time we got to, like, 30, it was. <laughs> <laughs> there was he he took it like a man. Yeah, he took it like a man. Very good. So. Uh, Chris, how did you get involved? Um, I had seen Troy's previous work through uh, essentially networking through the independent film scene and i was uh super impressed with him and derek's work so i reached out one day and was like hey i'm an actor and i would love to you know send you my materials so if anything pops up that i might fit maybe i could audition for you sometime and it turned out at that exact time he was casting this and (laughs) reached back out and was like actually could you read for this role and so i sent in my audition tape and and the rest is history look at that and Chris, I have to say, you were so perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you really Thank were. you. Thank I appreciate that. I love you. <laughs> I love you in this so much. It was the easiest to edit, actually. His continuity was always the same. His acting was always on point. So when it was an angle on him, I'm like, I didn't even have to like really watch every take. It's like, well, I know everything <laughs> he fucking nails it. I appreciate that. I was also really excited because um, during the filming, the more I talked to Troy, the more we were kind of realizing like uh, my character is kind of uh, an homage to Troy and his real experience as a teacher and an, uh, a person, I guess. And so I felt spoiler. Troy, is there something you want to tell us? <laughs> God forbid who's watching this. <laughs> I was going to ask, has any of your uh, for, former current co-workers seen the movie? Because you said you know, some of them were based they on They actually people. have. Uh, yeah, they actually have. Um, and they were they got a big kick out of it. Um, so, yeah, a couple, of, uh, a couple of teachers in my school are definitely fans. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> have Did the you- kids seen it? Have your, your past students seen it? I'm not sure. I, I try not to engage students about my films because of the content of them. Um, right. A lot of them find it out, um, you know, um, just by my name. I mean, if you look at my name on, if you Google my name, the first thing that's going to come up is the, all the films. So, yeah. uh, and I know a couple of the teachers have told the, some of the students, oh, do you know, you know, the librarian makes, is a filmmaker and has the <laughs> The librarian is making horror movies. Have you watched? Coolest librarian ever. (laughs) So a few of the students have said they've, you know, have watched them and stuff. But like I said, I try not to, you know, promote it with the students as much as I would like with the staff. Mm -hmm. Just because, like I said, you know, you have, like for example, like Mrs. Claus. The last thing I want to do is like tell my students, "Oh my God, go watch Mrs. Claus!" And the first five minutes is a woman shoving a dildo. You know. Right, so right. probably not a good <laughs> Mel. <laughs> Mel, Mel keeps getting it in your films. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Samantha, how did you get involved? Now uh, a purple-headed uh, Samantha. Yeah, I'm, I'm going through the rainbow until I get okay. back to red. <laughs> um, let's see. How was I was working on another movie, uh, Supernatural Assassins, and I was talking 
online to the director and Derek being Derek. My first interaction with Derek was he made fun of this guy on Facebook and I thought it was funny. <laughs> so I was like laugh out loud and then he befriended me and you sent me a friend request. Well, yeah, whatever. Right. Then we got married. Um, but no, he mentioned teacher shortage and uh, I auditioned um, and then I got the part. I got the part before we had sex, so FYI. Oh, good. I'm glad you cleared that up. Uh, that was my next that was just a perk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tristan, do you have a Samantha, question? Samantha, Samantha, sorry. by the way, was awesome. Samantha, I, oh, yeah. I love your character. You, uh, you're on you. fleek. Girl, you're on fleek. Girl. Girl. <laughs> I think that's actually how I talk in real life, I've, I've discovered. So I'm trying to, like, cut back. <laughs> Uh, but no, so I wanted to go back to Chris real quick because Chris, like your like chemistry with Roger. I know Roger isn't on, but uh, oh, it was I when when he was editing the scenes. I literally was like a schoolgirl watching it. Like <laughs> I was just thinking about like you being so. There's that whole scene where we like make out, and it was a yeah, very small room. Oh yeah, and yep. Sam uh, Sam just happened to be in the room with us during uh, that day. Uh, and like this, she was like, <laughs> do it again, do it again. Like a and, <laughs> I have a picture of her, and she's like so, so happy. <laughs> but thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah. I actually really like the scene with you and Roger, where you're talking about uh, in the bar that you know you can't go uh, public with uh, with your relationship. And I thought it was real subtle because in the back on the mirror, there's a Trump sticker and a uh, and like a rebel flag. And it's kind of yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought it was like showing like this is why they can't that. because this is the where they live, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Where they live. Unintentional. That's the actual. Oh bar. really? <laughs> that, yeah, that was the actual bars. Uh, I, I remember. Here, I thought it was good filmmaking, it. but yeah. <laughs> While filming it, I saw that in the background, and I think everybody else, like even Chris and uh, everybody else, was like, "Yes, this is hilarious." <laughs> oh, it's like you have the most anti-gay people up in the background, and here you have just two going at it. <laughs> I love the bar scene. I thought that added so much production value. It was a beautiful location. And Julianne is always wonderful. I I completely agree with you. In fact, I, that's one of my favorite uh, scenes too. And Julianne kills it. It's not the biggest part, but she just does it so perfectly. And, and same with you, Brink, uh, your, your role, the the scene where you're talking to that mother and she says, Uh, I hope you're not texting, and that look you give her is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah, give her this look. Thank oh. you so much. My character is first introduced in this parent-teacher kind of conference where her son has gotten a D on a paper, and she wants me to change his grade, and I, I want him to you know, knuckle down and study harder. And then I get stalked, which was really fun. We were in this actual school after hours, and I got to run up and down the corridors and up and down the staircase and you know be terrified which I've done in, in a number of movies I've gotten kind of good at running and screaming. <laughs> what was that a uh, school you worked at Troy no no <laughs> it was actually it's actually a um, community college here in the Houston area and you got it for an insanely cheap rate because usually schools are like what 500 a day and this was like, oh, well, just what was it, like two fifty for the whole entire week of using it. Wow! Yeah. And those students, those students you got, Troy, they were so amazing in yeah. the opening scene. 
Oh, that that actually funny story behind that. That almost didn't happen. If it wasn't for uh, somebody uh, I got involved, Joe Grisafi, he actually works for a casting website, and he got all the extras. He got every because at first we only had what like four to five people, and we're like, "Fuck, this is gonna suck. It's gonna be a school <laughs> with nobody there." And then Joe worked his magic. We had a full goddamn class. Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe Grisafi, he plays the, uh, he's, he's the one that plays the teacher at the beginning of the film um, who had, passes out the yearbooks. He's a, he's a big, you know, he's pretty well known here in the Houston area. So it was a really a blessing to get him involved because yeah, without him, you know, I, I don't know. We probably wouldn't have had, we, it would, it would have probably been like party night where you have like a bunch of 60 year olds sitting in the classroom. Yeah. That's all <laughs> I worked on uh, with Joe Grisafi, I worked on Conjoin, and that's where we first met. So every film I jump on, I try and recommend him. Playing Party Night, at the end of the film, his voice is the DJ yeah. at the end yeah. of Party Night. So I was able to get him somehow into Party Night. Not in stirring, sadly. Maybe in the future. <laughs> now, Tristan, you have a question for anyone. Yeah, sure do. So, Derek, uh, since you're the editor and the DP, I was wondering if you edit while you shoot. Uh, on Mrs. Claus, I did. On this one, I didn't, but we did watch everything, just make sure I could edit everything together. And But as, as an editor, you know, I just know what works when, when I'm behind the camera. So usually there's no need for reshoots. Also, it's not in the budget, so that we can't do it anyway. So, uh, on Mrs. Claus, I edit as I shoot, but it, it's really hard when you do, like, a long day of shooting. Then you go into your little cave and start editing. This one, I decided to hang out with the cast members more and party more, especially <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah, before we went live, Deborah, was, there was a lot of talk about uh, you and tequila, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Derek and Deborah, we partied a bit. <laughs> we got some stories. It's, I'll tell you, me and Kaylee they slept. Yeah. They started it. <laughs> Just for the record, it's all Samantha and Derek's fault. No, 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 we, no. We were trying to sleep. We were going no, to bed. We came out. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> no, for us, literally, we, we came out one time to do oh, a sandwich. Oh, a sandwich. Because we, yeah. we wanted food. And, and then Deborah we was like, she's like, hey, guys. <laughs> 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 Let's have a little. And then like a whole bottle of tequila later. And somebody got a tea bag that night. It was, well, and David, you know, David's not innocent in this either. You know, you guys. <laughs> I was just trying to sleep. I had the shitty location of being in the living room. <laughs> so everybody drinking was right on the other side of the wall. <laughs> Poor David. You got drug into the shenanigans. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. The, Somebody did tea literally bagging. get teabagged. And the teabagging, yeah. Was that Roger? And David was just laughing the whole time while we held the teabag above. Uh, it was oh, Roger, an actual teabag. Right above his teeth. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we should clarify. I was a little worried here for a minute. Yeah. We was it a cucumber? The actual well, he said bag literal tea bag. Oh, literal. Yeah, yeah. We took a cucumber Not, and we tied yeah, two right. uh, tea bags to it so it looked like a dick and balls. Yeah, In our I defense, I had told Roger ahead of time that, you know, the first time you fall asleep, you're going to get tea bags. Also, so, in our defense, we were drunk. This, this is true. Because <laughs> of Deborah. Drunk. All because of Deborah. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually, we, we just had a few shots of vodka. We were making a sandwich. After that sandwich, we were going to fall asleep. And Deborah just, just here, here. 
I tip my back. I'm like, hey, hey guys, you want to try? Don't tell, try. We'll be quiet. We'll be really quiet. And then an hour later, we're teabagging David. I have to say, I was. Wait, no. No, no, no. David was in on it. Oh, that's right. David was in on it. I was just in the photo in the background. That was the most professional set. And also, though, at the same time, it was the most fun I've ever been on a set. Oh, well, whenever we get to filming, we're super professional. We don't teabag each other. We don't even make new jokes. We just we get to business. We get it done, and we have a professed, We have a really good flowing set. There's yeah, let's let's just there. make that clear. We were totally one hundred percent professionals during the shooting hours. Yes. Yes, yes sir, ma'am. <laughs> to piggyback on the question at the beginning, uh, my favorite thing about Derek and shooting with Derek is that he kind of shoots as if he's already kind of editing in his mind. So we usually get the scenes in the process of, I think, how it's going to edit. So the day flows extremely smooth and quick because we're not wasting any time. Honestly, it's kind of weird because you're not getting over coverage, but, like, at the same time, he already knows what he's going to do. So it kind of makes the day so smooth. Also, we didn't have crew for half the film. It was just me. We would have had crew. We might have had, like, you know, dolly shots, jib shots. But, you know, whenever I lost my crew members because they were too sleepy, we, we got rid of them, sadly, because they, like, well, I mean, it's understandable. We were filming from, like, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. So then one day where I needed them, they were all sleeping. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm doing it all myself. And that's sort of what happened, sadly. So uh, in the middle of the film, towards the end of shooting, it just became like just me behind the camera moving lights, doing audio also at the same time. It was a bit insane. So you had to think of how to get it done without like uh, wasting everybody's time and getting enough to edit. But what, what was really what was really cool about that uh, was Derek came up with some really cool um, just original shots uh, just off the cuff that he you know he'd be looking at a scene and be like oh okay let's do it like this and very good i was going to comment on the lighting when we mm. had the kills and the lighting was that's red what i put in my notes i like that too where it's oh, almost the lighting for the, for was, the kills, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah i came up with the idea because i was watching a lot of dario argento at the time and a lot of italian horror films and i always wanted to do lighting like that but i never knew how i could incorporate it in a film so my child. <laughs> so, but what I did was uh, I thought if it's through the killer's perspective, then it would make sense and people won't question it. So I can go super far with it and make it look insane. So that's why whenever the killer finally dies, like we had like the red thing and then we take it away where it's gone. Or when the killer shows up, it just immediately turns super red mm. and super fun. It was really yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, John Wood here in the chat room says uh, the film was great. He I uh, got to see it because he was one of the backers. Uh, I have a question for the class. You guys already talked about like some you having fun, but what was your favorite? Each each of you guys, uh, what was your favorite moment making the movie? 
One of my favorite things was I get stabbed in the mouth with a sharp pointed ruler <laughs> uh-huh. and they actually built a head, you know, to, to mimic me with a wig on it and everything. So I was really flattered that they'd gone to the trouble to make a head for me. Yeah. I made a lot of respectful jokes about that, Brink. <laughs> <laughs> respectful, of course. What did you say? <laughs> I was like, it's probably not the first time she's taken eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't know I didn't know there was a fake head in there. So the editing was excellent because I didn't I thought that Did was you. you think they really stabbed her? No. She's method. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody had a fake head. She had a fake head. I had a fake porn head. head. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mine had blowjob mouth. I don't know why. Troy, why? <laughs> you really have to ask. Uh, you didn't know me though at that point <laughs> helicopter titties i that saw that come up on the on the facebook somewhere helicopter uh, titties i don't, I don't know yeah, they, yeah that was okay so i'll tell that story because right. I, I it was it was it was it was funny um the scene with kaylee and michael in the car when she's giving um you know after she's <laughs> giving him a um and uh, Chris's character, Ryan, comes out of the house. I kind of was like, you know what? I want to really get a, you know, he, he sees them. He kind of knows what they're doing. I want to get a really good reaction. And, and Derek oh, was, yeah. and, and Samantha was out there. And I was, I honestly was kind of joking. And I said, hey, Samantha, look, when Chris comes out so he can get a good reaction, show me your titties. <laughs> we were super professional, by the way. We are super professional. Now I'm coming out to be shocked. And I look over, and what do I see? But said example here. See, I have the ability to take something sexy, right? Boobs. And then I make it unsexy because then I proceeded to do helicopter titties. <laughs> and then I go in, and my favorite part is Deborah. Is I said what happened, and Deborah was like, oh, I wanted to show my boobs. <laughs> That was a big thing last time we did that. Yes. Did I say? Did I say that, or did I see? I want to see your boobs. No, no, you wanted to join. You wanted to do it with me. <laughs> oh, that's right. I wanted to join in. I said, yeah, yeah let's go. The helicopter titties is the actual tape we use. Yeah. Like they battle. That means I'm just willing to go above and beyond to help my cat. <laughs> much appreciated. Very much appreciated. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, you looked a little bit too long. <laughs> I was trying. I was. I was just filming. Like, God damn it, I'm missing helicopter titties. <laughs> I'm bummed. And now you've got so many time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I miss uh, the helicopter titties. I know you should have been out there. Go on, sir. A sequel. <laughs> Where y'all are all zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Claypool wants to know, uh, Troy, what special features can we expect on the teacher shortage DVD? Who asked that? Uh, uh, actually, John asked that, but Lee, Lee Claypool is oh. also here. So, Oh, um, I'm not sure because I the DVD comes out on uh, October 27th from the distributor. I don't know what they will oh, put on it. Um, the Kickstarter backer DVDs, I have um, – Special features. There's the, the the trailer of the film, and then some um, videos that uh, we had an original song that was written and produced for the film um, that, that plays over the end credits. Yeah, 
So there's all kinds of re like 50 remixes of that song. They're all on YouTube. There's a YouTube channel yeah. called Teacher Shortage, and it's like 50 remixes of the Teacher Shortage. <laughs> so you will have you have your playlist for your workout tomorrow morning. I'm a big fan uh, wow. of the teacher shortage song, by the way. I always like that in like eighties movies where they have like a very specific song to the uh and it doesn't it's, it's not a it's not a like a, a song that you would think of for horror at all. Like it's like a pop song, but they're talking yeah, about you know the movie. Yeah, that's fun. Who did that by the way? Who did the song? Who wrote the song? Um I know on Facebook his name's Sammy Brown. I know he goes by um something else and I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, he's done. He did the cl- he did the so- the theme song for Clownado, the movie Clownado. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Todd Sheets movie, I believe. Yep. I yeah. Think so. yeah. So and he's doing he did a, he's doing the song for Todd Sheets' next film too, which I can't remember what it's called. Uh, oh, cool! Something about the phone. Don't answer. The yeah. Phone. What is it? Final call or something? Final call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he's he's very he's very supportive of all these indie films because he just does these songs. He doesn't really, you know, he just wants the he just likes the experience of doing it. Like he doesn't charge her, or, you know, or anything like that. I don't think so. Wow, oh, very cool. Uh, when Brink mentioned uh, her death scene, and uh, I know we kind of spoiled it, but the, well, maybe she doesn't die. She just gets a ruler through the head. Who knows? Maybe she's okay in the movie. But I, I like Walk it. Off. It's a stalker <laughs> movie. Everybody dies. Right. <laughs> uh, I like that there was a ruler, and I like uh, that at the beginning of the movie, about the first half, there's a lot of uh, 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 school supplies that are used as, as murder weapons. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? Originally, um, I'm sorry, Brink, I'll let you finish. But originally, I really wanted the film to be like all set in a school. Like my or the original like screenplay when I was writing it, it all took place in a school, and it was it was like after hours, and all the teachers were there for like a staff development, and they were getting <laughs> inside the school. So then every death then was school, you know, supply or school related. Like I had like a flagpole. Someone got a flagpole. Sh- you know, all these different. <laughs> But, you know, when I, that, that was before I really knew anything about, like, budgeting. <laughs> so once I realized that, oh, gosh, you know how much it would cost to film a, a film entirely in a school, I, I, I kind of had to backtrack and make it, you know, fit, fit the budget. Um, but ideally, I really wanted the film to take place in a school, all in a school, which there's another slasher film that's doing that now. Oh, really? Yeah. Teacher Shortage 2. <laughs> Frank, were you gonna say something? Uh, I was just gonna say that some sometimes some wonderful kismet kind of things happen. Where when I'm going out to the car and I've forgotten my keys, a school bus yeah. goes by, and it looks oh. like the school bus, but we didn't. It was just perfect timing. I I I noticed that, and I was like, God, that was a lucky shot. Yeah, it was a, all sound in that scene is straight up Foley. Like I created every single sound. A school oh. bus going by, where you hear all the kids in the background going. Ah. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Yeah, because we completely took the sound off because all you hear is nothing. So I just added birds chirping and you know all that stuff. You did good. Yeah. yeah. Did good. Did first cut. I didn't do good. The sound of the school bus was like, everybody jumped out their seats. Like, oh my god, what the hell is that? It's like, okay, let me turn that down a lot. I remember it was so windy that day too. My hair was flying all over the place, and you probably were just hearing the wind in the microphone. 
Yeah, and then I had that rig, which was like kept malfunctioning because my belly's too fat, so it kept hitting the camera and I kept messing it up. Did Did Brink or Samantha get to keep their heads? Yeah, yeah where are our heads? <laughs> um, I think they're selling it on eBay. <laughs> I have a collection. <laughs> Troy, Troy has a special closet that he, mm-hmm. you know, Troy, you should have brought them. They could have, like, been a part of this. I'm not sure what happened. I'm assuming I don't. Christy must still have them. Shout out to Christy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. She killed it. The special effects artist. Yeah, Christy mm-hmm. Poole. Yeah. I mean, what an icon. Yeah. She, she did amazing. Did you work with her before on your previous films? No. I've worked with her before. Uh, Troy hasn't worked with her before. But I I think I recommended her, right? I was like, get these people. She's amazing. She does awesome stuff. She's worked on all these other films. And he's actually, he heard of one of the films, and he's like, oh, that film had really good special effects. So that's when we brought her on. Yeah, Sweatshop, yep. Yeah, she was really cool, too. She was just a, such a nice, yeah. sweet person. Super patient. Really cool. I remember she was worried that none of her special effects were working, because I guess that's the way I film. She was like, you sure that's good? Did you get enough? Is it, is it okay? And I'm like, yeah, just get it together. It'll look badass. And it did. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chris, now, are, are you a horror movie fan going into the film? Yes, yes, yes. I'm a. That's actually how I came across uh, Troy's work. Is I'm just a huge horror movie buff in general. It's just like uh, my go-to genre, and that's how I ended up in this like group with him. And then I came across his work, and it just was serendipitous that I just you know reached out at a good time. But uh, yeah, it, especially uh, the like '90s slasher films like Scream. I know you did last summer, but I grew up on like Poltergeist, uh, Child's Play, that kind of stuff. Oh, nice. The original. Poltergeist, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I, all right. I, I just had to make sure. <laughs> I haven't seen the new one. Don't. It's all. She yeah. made me see the remake, and, and she was like, "It's good." I watched it. I'm like, "This fucking sucks." I forgot. Okay, it's <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I, forgot. <laughs> I, I actually don't think it's a terrible movie, but it's nothing like the original movie. I haven't seen it. And I love that well, cast. Like the, the guy who played the dad, I fucking love that actor. But yeah, that guy, was awesome. Damn it. Was it not a good panel? Yeah. <laughs> David, I know, go on, Brink. I wanted to give a shout out to the Ashley Laporta who played the girl mm. at the beginning. Yes. Who was she yeah. was a young actress who really took it seriously. She, she had her acting coach with her. And I just admired the dedication that she showed. It was a simple part that didn't have a lot of lines, but she wanted to get as much out of it as she could. And it was really a joy to watch her work and try to internalize yeah, it. She was great. Yeah, uh, she was really good. The acting coach was uh, questioning my skills until I showed her my uh, my uh, behind the camera reel, and then she like stopped. I was like, "That's right." Yeah. She brought. <laughs> she was really good at like bringing emotion without any kind of words. Yeah. So, oh yeah, she yeah. didn't have one line of dialogue, but she like you could just tell what she was going through by her acting alone. She was great. Now, Brink, I would assume you get asked to be in a lot of, you know, horror movies. People, you know, uh, would be fans of yours. How, how do you how do you decide which ones you're going to do? Um, if they pay me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Very honest laughs> <answer. laughs> 
Show her the money. <laughs> I, I've been very fortunate. I've worked on a lot of great movies. And Texas seems to be a hotbed for filming activity. I did um, Strix this year in Dallas and Butcher's Bluff near Austin and work with Troy in Houston. So there seems to be an awful lot of good filmmakers coming out of Texas. I hope to do more work there. Hey, Brink, I'm I saw the trailer for Strix and I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, thank you, thank you. We had fun, Deborah, didn't we, working on Disciples when you were in all that, that vampire makeup? Wow. That was awesome. My favorite scene with you and me from Disciples is in the in the little uh, bar area of the of Tom Lodwick's yeah. castle or half. And you you're saying your stuff that you're saying I and you're calling me a slut or whatever. And I'm like <laughs> I'm like jealous. <laughs> yeah, we had fun on that one. That was great. That was that was awesome. So awesome. And you're directing your first movie, aren't you, Brink? With for with Joe Castro? Uh, yes, I already did uh, Personal Demons. He gave me my directorial debut, and it nice. should come out this year, hopefully before Christmas. And then this year, I was supposed to direct three movies, uh, a remake of Story Babes for Full Moon, and a movie I wrote called uh, Tears of a Clown in Florida, and another movie in Florida called The Halloween Party. And Florida. of course, COVID <laughs> and um, you know, all, all three of those jobs fell through. Oh, so right. it's just been a really tough year. I'm hoping yeah. next year it's better and I'll get to direct some more things. Mm -hmm. I, I saw Personal Demons and it's excellent. And you are so good, of course, because you're always sublime. And Linnea Quigley is so funny. And you guys, and the ending is so great. I love the ending so much. It's really good. So I can't wait for everyone to see it. Uh, uh, David, are you a horror Thank movie you. fan? Because I know you do a lot of horror movies. I, I am, yeah. I, I'm uh, I'm not as diehard and knowledgeable as uh, probably <laughs> most of the people here. But uh, to get rid of you, I, I, guess. I, I enjoy them. Mm -hmm. We we uh, during this quarantine, we have definitely started watching some really bad like Amazon Prime indie horror films. It's become like a little passion, so <laughs> it makes me feel better about my own acting. And uh, yeah. So <laughs> I was going to ask if there's any you want to mention, too. but probably not. That's probably not the best endorsement. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. <laughs> I don't do it. Though, world and <laughs> they'll ask you to be in their next film, and then they'll watch this and be like, <laughs> never mind. Uh, how about Samantha? Are you a horror movie fan? Yeah, I grew up watching horror movies in my baby book. My mom took me to see Nightmare on Elm Street at the drive-thru, and it's literally written in my baby book. So, <laughs> you know, I turned out fabulous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My yeah, children, many times. That's how I started watching horror movies was in the drive-in with my mom. When I was yeah, really yeah, we passed it on to the girls. Like, we have a six-year-old and an eight-year-old, and they love horror oh. movies as well. Well, we sometimes question what we do. Like, we watch Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> We were like, is this okay for the girls? But they, they. <laughs> yeah, maybe that one's maybe a little questionable, but you know. Hey, <laughs> hey, my mom, my mom took me when I was a kid. You know, I was, I don't know how old I was, but I was before, before I was in my teens, I was probably 10 or 12 or something. She took me to go see uh, Death Race 2000 and <laughs> in the theater the yeah. and Piranha nice. and Piranha. I think I was 10. And uh, the drive-in to see, you know, the horror flick. So, yeah, I have the same experience. And, hey, I, I see nothing wrong with showing 
cannibal holocaust to a six-year-old. Uh, our kids did lose it when they saw Evil Dead remake, though. Like, that was a bit too extreme for them. They were scared the entire time. <laughs> and they were like, oh, my God. But I forgot how, like, intense that film was once it starts. Yeah. It we're either like... raising, like, well-rounded people or sociopaths. <laughs> we'll find out soon. <laughs> well-rounded sociopaths. I have to say one of the in in the recent months of uh, watching films, um, I have to give a shout out to Trista because I'm a super, super big, huge fan of her film, Echoes of Fear, which is on Amazon. You guys, you all got to watch Echoes of Fear. Trista is amazing in it for one. And uh, the directors, uh, Brian and Lowe, uh, they are. They did an amazing job on this film, and it is truly scary. This is, I, you know, we all as actors, especially, you know, being right doing a lot of. We're adding it right now. <laughs> I just yeah, wrote it doing, down. You know, we all do a lot of. Thank you. We all we all do a lot of horror films, and so these horror films, they they're not that scary. I mean, yes, uh, this, oh, yeah. one, this <laughs> one literally had me jumping out of my seat. I no lie. So you got to see it. And Trista is phenomenal. Thank you, Deborah. Deborah always ha- hijacks the show to embarrass me. But I- <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, it's Thanks for the recommendation. Yeah. That's, I mean, basically, that's how I met uh, Trista, and she ended up being on the show. It was uh, through Echoes of Fear. So. Yeah. Great movie, and she's fantastic in it. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and now that you're on the spot, Trista, do you have a question? Yeah, let me change the subject. So, Brink, <laughs> um, Brink, Deborah, I'm wondering how you guys met, how many times you've worked together? We met back in the 80s. Yeah, during the whole Screen Queen movement, when there were magazines like Femme Fatale and Screen yeah. Queen Illustrated and a little magazine called Focus, and we were in all of them. And, and Fangoria, although Fangoria, I think, is still around, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of other ones. And uh, Brink and I were actually in a film that I didn't even know she was in until way, way, not even that long ago. Let's see, which one was it? Uh, well, was it for one, Mob, Mob Boss. Yeah. Mob because we weren't in the same scene, so I didn't even know she was in it because I never saw the damn thing. It's always fun when you watch a movie and go, oh, that's Deborah Lamb. <laughs> we're in the same and movie. I, when I found out you were in it, I'm like, damn, I got to see this movie. <laughs> but we've, we have worked together, and especially on Disciples was the, the big one that we had a lot, we worked a lot on together. We, had, we were in a lot of scenes together, so that was a great, great, film to work on. I loved it. And one thing that always set you apart back in the 80s was that you did the fire swallowing thing, right? <laughs> yeah. We watched, we watched a few of those videos. Oh, did you? I can still... I can still it. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Not right now. But, uh, but I could, I can still do it, although it would take okay. a lot. <laughs> maybe, maybe on the next film, maybe I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> supernatural, supernatural assassins, I'll okay, do it. Okay, I expect well, it. We'll try and get you on our upcoming film. <laughs> You'll do what? We'll get you on My Girlfriends. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll spit fire in your hair, and your hair could, like, 
go ablaze. What's that? Well, uh, we did plan on in our film to have somebody fully on fire. So oh. it can be you, Deborah. <laughs> well, I would be the one setting somebody on fire oh. by spitting fire on them. Hey guys, Deborah like does three triple flips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll 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 go into training right now for those flips. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start working on it right now. Uh, Brink had mentioned, you know, things falling through uh, this year, obvious for obvious reasons. Uh, did that have any effect on teacher shortage? Everything going on this year? Um, only on only on its festival run. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, the festival run was pretty much um, screwed up because of COVID. It got into a couple of festivals, which I'm grateful for. You know, got into Crimson. Um, and Days of the Dead, and it's Sin City Horror Fest, but they're all virtual now, so it's not really the same experience. You know, one of the one of the great things about a festival, your film being accepted to a festival, is attending and networking with other filmmakers. I've actually that's how I've met a lot of other filmmakers and, and made connections with them and actors, and is from attending festivals. So when it's virtual, it's not really the same thing. Um, so I was really bummed because I felt like this was my best film and i was really excited to to travel the festival circuit with it but mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, it took us like a year to finish or like a year and a half to finish and then we can't even watch it with a live audience like yeah. every other film we've made we were able to see other people's reactions watch it with an audience and this one i still to, to this day still haven't seen it with anybody i haven't either yeah and it sucks because it's like that's part of the fun is Seeing, yeah. just watching other people watch what you make. Yeah, there were a few that around us that really close that accepted it, and I was excited, and I was like, "Oh, it's virtual." Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, but, you, but you still put it in, right? Even if it was virtual. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah, just talking about just the, the badness of not being able to people. go. Yeah, I know. But yeah. like, fuck, I, I like when I completed this movie, it's like, yes, we did it. And right like t like a week later, COVID yeah. just <laughs> boom. It's like, fuck. Like that that destroyed our festival run. Like all the other films we worked together, huge festival run. I know about, well, I was gonna yeah. say Brink has a birthday coming up and so she's gonna uh I have to leave you. It was yeah. great to see you. I remember is it your birthday? Yeah, it's my birthday. Yes, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you for doing this. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Yep. It's been really fun seeing you all. Yeah, yeah, you thank you so much. Bye. 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 Take care. Happy birthday. Thank Hello, you. Bye. Finally, 21. <laughs> now she can legally drink. All right. uh, how about yourself, David? How was uh, how was uh, COVID uh, affected you and anything? You're gonna ask how old I was. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, how has COVID? Well, a lot of things got um, shelved this year, uh, but things are slowly starting to come back. So, like it was six months of uh, famine, but now I, actually as of next week, things are picking up. So I've got like, which is great, um, three projects in the course of two weeks over the next two weeks. So um, I'll be 
back on an airplane again, which I'm still scared to death about, but I'm going to do it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's finally seeming like things are trying to be normal. I mean, I'm, I'm dying to see what it's like to be on a set now. I, you know, I've, I've heard some people just talking about the, the precautions they're taking, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a different beast when we actually experience it ourselves. But uh, crazy times, that's for sure. I've worked on two films uh, since uh, in the last month and a half. Mm-hmm. And everything's been fine. I've been on the plane. People are fine. Everything's fine. Everybody's wearing masks, you know. Yep. So it's it's been all good. I, I go to Ohio next week to work on an, another film. And, yeah, I'm okay. – I mean, I don't, I don't know about other people, but – Well, I see Julie. Julie is always traveling. Like, if yeah. Julie hasn't gotten anything, then I'm, I'm going to be good. Yeah, because she's is always on the go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, by the way, Gregory Lamberson says hello, Deborah. He was asking if you were going to be doing the show from Ohio, uh, working on his uh, Western film. Who, who said what? Uh, Gregory Lamberson. Is he watching? Uh, well, he messaged me on Facebook. I don't know if he's watching now, but he, I assume oh. so since he said, told me to say hello. Well, wonderful. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about working on this film. It's a Western. It's uh, directed by Timothy O'Hearn, and Gregory Lamberson uh, wrote the script based on Timothy's short film. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going next week. They're already there shooting right now. And, uh, yeah, so I'm really, really super excited because doing a Western has been a really big dream of mine. That's cool. Hey, Samantha, what was that look that you gave Derek? You're like, no, I'm just pouring. <laughs> not you, is it? I, I feel I bad. So, oh, I, haven't okay. had anything to, I haven't had anything to drink yet, so cheers. I saw Derek yeah. at Tito's Vodka. I, I, I kind of noticed what bottles he's are. Uh, what, what is Samantha uh, drinking? I, well, okay, so I finished this, and now I'm on to this. <laughs> there, there wasn't much in oh, this. So both those are I don't tequila, drink. I, believe, I don't really yeah. drink that much. So you've got your Samantha. You're drinking tequila. Derek, you're drinking vodka. <laughs> yeah, he's got two dollars to believe. We're not together. Okay. Yeah, vodka, tequila. And David, you've got beer. I've got a peach apple cider. Yeah. Oh, oh my oh. goodness. Yeah. And of course, bad. Neil. I feel like we have to talk to Chris now. And Neil's sustaining. Yeah, I've got a Poland Spring uh, white peach ginger uh, unsweetened seltzer. (laughs) Yeah, you better calm down. Yeah, we can't party enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cheers, Deborah. Cheers, Deborah. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Troy, Troy Jones, and Troy Eskamina, everybody. The double Troys. Cheers. Troy's. Troy's. Troy I. Mm-hmm. He's got like Dunkin' Donuts, I think, over here with Chris. I have water. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tap water Good in my Dunkin' Donuts cup. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of like us on set, too. Like me and Kaylee were sleeping like <laughs> through the night, and we were like under the covers all day while everyone was partying. <laughs> Very true. We're boring. <laughs> uh, no, wait, we still had good times with the Chris. Yeah, we, there was tons of like there was tons of time. Well, uh, the the thing about Chris though, he's so like into. I get very focused. He, he's into his character. He even pays attention to other people's continuity. I remember like he'd basically be our continuity person. He's like, "No, your drink was over here and it was this full," and we're like, 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's an amazing person to work with. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Was this your first time, like, as the lead in the movie? Um, yeah. Yes and no. I've been a lead. I was a lead in a series that's on Amazon. Um, but a series is, you know, a little bit. It's, it was my first, like, lead in, like, a feature-length uh, film, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, my first, like, real lead, um, if that makes sense. But, <laughs> and it was my first lead in a, in a horror film. But it's funny because, like, I, um, I played a plethora of different types of roles in these kind of movies. Like, I've played literally somebody mentally disabled. I've played a womanizer. I've played, you know, Ryan is a very reserved, um, I, I'm sure it's not a spoiler anymore, but a reserved gay uh, first year teacher. So like, it's like, uh, I didn't know this. Well, Ryan is, <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I am. But like, I, uh, I, 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 it was my first like lead uh, in a, in a, in a, in a horror film and in a feature film yes <laughs> you're very natural Chris you're one of like, the yeah. most natural people I've ever worked with yeah. you're natural hashtag gizzards <laughs> <laughs> what was it about Chris made him right for the role do you think Troy um, since, you, since it was brought up that you know it was kind of inspired by yourself everything I mean I, I don't think that there was anybody that would have that would have <laughs> been able to play the role like he did. I mean, I literally, and Derek can attest to this, okay? So when Chris sent his audition in, I watched it, and I messaged Derek right away, and I said, oh, my God, this is our lead. And I sent it to Derek, and right away, he's like, dude, he's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm blushing. There was no, I mean, I, when I watched his audition, there was no question in my mind that that was Ryan. I mean, he has the, the innocence, the you know, the, everything about him and what he brought to the character was just spot on because that's, you know, the character of Ryan is what Chris did with it. That's what I envisioned. Okay, he was a, nobody could have asked for a better actor. He did uh-huh. perfect. Uh-huh, I thought thanks. the casting yeah. was, like, excellent. Superb. I mean, yeah. Deborah, like, everybody was amazing. Yeah, except for David. Well, the rest of us had to sleep with Troy to get in our parts, so I'm glad that Chris was able to get in with just an audition. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I still walk funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, Mr. Curtis. Uh, Samuel here in the chat, he says, uh, Chris is simply amazing. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. I forget who it was. I think it might have been John earlier. He said uh, Disciples was his introduction to Deborah. Okay. The film uh, Disciples. Uh, did you have another question, Trista? But you guys have, I know Deborah mentioned she's been shooting, and I know that firsthand, actually, but I'm wondering what you guys have been up to creatively or, or not creatively during these times when we're quarantined. Who wants to start? By the way, Trista, you look especially nice. Thank you. Well, that is the best answer to that question. <laughs> no, you do. You look really good. Thank you. Deborah's hitting on me live. <laughs> Thank you. Um, let's see. I mean, it's been 
it's been an interesting year, and everyone keeps asking me about like, oh, what are you doing next? What are you doing next? You should have, you know. And I honestly, I, I don't know about other people. This is this might just be me. I have been extreme. You would think because I've been I've been basically working from home since March. So ideally, I should have all the time in the world. However, I have just been extremely unmotivated. Um, I just can't get into the zone to do anything creatively. Um, I have a script that I've been working on for like almost now, almost a year and a half that it's almost done. But I just, when I sit down and open it up to try to work on it, I just, I just can't do it. And I just think it's, you know, just what's going on in the world. I'm, I'm, my mind's preoccupied. Um, but I've been, you know, this past week, I've been chugging along on a script that will very, very likely probably be my next film. And it's a sequel to one of my first two films. Hint, hint. If you need a cinematographer, I know it, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're, uh, we're losing oh, we're you, Deborah. Deborah's beautiful voice. Yeah. What? You can't hear me? <laughs> Deborah, I can hear you. Like talking to a tin can or whatever. Why is that your tin can thing? I don't know. I just realized <laughs> that I did this. I was like, no. That's not a tin can. Tin can. <laughs> <laughs> well, Troy said what he's what he's up to. Uh, Chris, what have you been up to? Um, well, for those who don't know me outside of the film, I'm also a musician, and I tour uh, the world with like a boy band concert and my own really? music. So, yeah, everything's kind of been. I've been very lucky that during this whole thing, all of my projects. I have three upcoming films and my tour dates. They've all been postponed as opposed to canceled so they are still happening it's just a matter of like the timing of it um as for what i've been doing i've been working a lot um on my ep writing a lot of music while i'm home and i left i live in new york city but i left when this started going down to visit my parents and um unfortunately my grandfather passed while i was down here but it's been like good that i was down here so i've been spending a lot of time with them uh I didn't spend very much time with my family growing up and this is actually the most time I've ever spent with my parents. So I've just been kind of using that to uh, hang out with the family and write a little bit. And I've been trying to get in shape. I have a sex scene in one of my upcoming films. So do I'm trying you? to, I do, I do with an, actress, <laughs> with an actress that we all know, but I'm not, I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it, but how with a lovely you? lady, with a lovely lady from Teacher Shortage, actually, I will be having a sex scene. So I'm like, um, trying to get in, get in shape. Kaylee, I'm a fighter. I w I will not confirm or deny. <laughs> it's Brink. I know it's Brink. It's Brink. It's Deborah. Deborah. I wish it was Deborah. It's not you, is it? I wish it was Deborah too. I was hoping it was David, but <laughs> well, we can all dream. <laughs> Tried, but I can't. I <laughs> uh, David, what are you up to? We can hear you, Deb. Deborah, you just keep well, cutting no. out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So I'll go ahead and answer the question why you can't talk. So <laughs> I, you know, I feel like I have a, it's, it's, I, I'm still chained out. to the desks of uh, corporate America. So I'm, st I'm just, I've been working at home since March. So nothing's really changed in my life. Um, my, my concert tour has been postponed too, like Chris's. So hopefully we'll start that, you know, in, in the winter, um, working on my EPs. Forget boy and, uh, bands. Yeah, will, you, will, you, will you start a man band with me? 
<laughs> I would start a man band with you. All yes. right. I mean, we got I mean, it's yeah. really a cassette. Yeah, this will be the, like the new one. Idea. Idea. <laughs> the new, uh, yeah. We're do a cover of WAP. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm totally down Which I had to like Google. Really. I Wait, should I get my eight-year-old girls to come like support? <laughs> no, 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 we're not. We're not. <laughs> yeah, the kid of a Holocaust is one thing, but yeah. You know. <laughs> now, now I finally know what it means. I did not know what it meant until last I didn't know what it meant. I finally either. said, I "What is WAP?" <laughs> I didn't know. Can you hear me I didn't now? Know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. What is WAP? What is it? Growing up an Italian American, I, I, yeah, I was it's a offended right. here for a bit, but no, yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know WAP like the Italian WAP, but what is WAP now? I mean, is there is it a thing? What is it? It is a thing. Oh. It is a thing. Three words. <laughs> First word, not dry. Uh, I, <laughs> I want Troy to say it. Yeah, Troy, say it. Come on, Troy. Wet American pussy. Oh, yeah. When you say it like that, it's oh, like, come on, yeah. the other day. All I heard from the girls' room was, that's a wop. That's a wop. I immediately came in was like, shut that shit Here's a librarian would know what it was. Oh. <laughs> Asian pussy. <laughs> that works. Don't do that, that it? Tap rock. Is that oh, it? No. I get it? It's yeah, ass. I nailed it. Yeah. I mean, I no, what is it? Oh, wet ass, wet ass pussy. Ass. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't have to. Are you guys just it's reading off my bookmark like, or something? It's like, it's like big ass. It was a big ass hamburger. It was a big ass pizza. Wet ass pussy. Yeah. So uh, uh, Krista usually right. goes through these shows and, and we take out clips to put up, you know, to to uh, <laughs> give people to listen. I think we have to get excited, Neil. It's not happening. No, it's okay. I'm I'm part Asian, so you know it's all right. It's I not okay. Asian. <laughs> it's not okay. Because I got one. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited to be here on your I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> What's a man? What? I was going to ask you what part is Asian, but now I know. You yeah, it's it. just the <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But you're so, drive. Yeah. <laughs> Bring us back, Troy. Bring us <laughs> back. <laughs> but the racial slur is with see, an O instead of an A. I know, I know. Yeah, I just see, now, see, I was now just trying to be funny. What it was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, know, I usually fail at that, but I'm strong. <laughs> now I didn't know what it was well. like on the set. <laughs> <laughs> we are professionals, guys. <laughs> totally professional. We are. Yes, yeah, a teacher shortage. <laughs> oh, that's oh, yeah, that's a movie. Yeah. I think that was a good plug for it. It's available now on Amazon Prime. And Troy. What? Troy, didn't you win awards? You won an award for Troy best won director. best director. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Congratulations. I'm surprised it's not in the frame with him. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just gonna go grab it. Do it. No. And 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 Chris, Chris was nominated for best actor, weren't you, Chris? I was, and I was nominated alongside Brink at that. Brink? At that I know. Festival. Oh, wow. I know, yeah. right? 
But yeah. some piece of shit won besides Chandler Krause. <laughs> <Sugar crap>. oh. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know who won. If the guy ever hears this and he's like... Mm-hmm. I don't care. Chris yeah. deserved it. Yeah. Chris, you deserved oh, it. Thank you. I'm yeah, just happy to be nominated. <laughs> You're easily one of the best actors I've worked with. Oh, so yeah. uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Chris, are you more blonde than you were before? Oh, yes, yeah. this summer has uh, has really like I I sprayed a little bit of so I've been working out every day. I go outside and I run two miles and wow. I like do my stuff outside. So at the beginning of summer, I sprayed a little peroxide in my hair once in a while to just lighten it. That's cool. You look so good. Oh, thank you. I'm just trying to impress you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you so do, who do you, you do like a headshot, like a talking headshot? You know, right? <laughs> Thank I know. Chris, talking Chris, you're too good looking. <laughs> That's the oh, name I of the boy band, the Talking Hedgehog. <laughs> That's true, the Talking Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, Amy Holbrook in the chat room uh, says that uh, she aspires to work with all of you guys. That's so nice. I think I know Amy. I think we're yeah. Facebook friends. Yeah, we're, we're I was going to say, I know that name, too. I know that name. I know that name. I would love to work with you. No, I think we know that name too. That sounds familiar. We know that name. We all know that name. We all know you, Amy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. uh, yeah. (laughs) It's Amy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Amy, we love you, Amy. (laughs) We love you, Amy. Yeah, I remember her. She likes a lot of my status. She's very supportive. Very supportive. Yes. It might be a little early. I don't know, but what's the feedback? Well, you you won a best director. Uh, what's the feedback been like so far for a teacher shortage? It's we been got- amazing, yeah. actually. I mean, there was uh, you know I was I am very hum- humbled by the the response because it really seems to be resonating with people. Um, you know, the reviews on Amazon right now are pretty great. Um, people seem to be enjoying it. There's a few re- uh, reviews on IMDb by people that I don't even know who they are that, that just kind of stumbled across the film on Amazon and, and really had great things to say about it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that the reception so far has been, has been pretty good. Um, definitely what I kind of wanted to, you know, was hoping the reaction would be. Because it is, yeah. Because you, know, you make a movie and you want people to think it's great, so it's really great when people think it's great. Well, right? yeah, I, that's not necessarily like my reasoning behind wanting this, wanting this one to, you know, get people to to, to recognize what I was doing with it. Because, like, for example, like Party Night, my first movie, I, you know, I mean, I, I watched that now, I'm like, oh god. I mean, I love it. You, I mean, it's, there's a special. Do. It's learning, though. I mean, you learn. You learn. Well, but then again, we saw it in front of an audience, and uh, not me. Yeah, you were there. For for part oh, of that, yeah. remember in Chicago, and surprisingly, everybody loved it. But I was just yeah, yeah surprisingly. Back, like, oh my! God. I love people. People were clapping and wooing. Like they liked it. They loved I it. I still get a kick out of it. I mean, I feel like you know, it's. I feel like of all the you know, the budget definitely shows with that film. Oh, was, we got know, so much better, but the budget remains the same. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Budget for party nights the same as Mrs. Claus and teacher and shortage. Teacher shortage, yeah, pretty much. So um, I was lucky enough just to make some good connections with before making teacher shortage. Like I, the bar that we filmed at is literally like a block from my apartment, and I it's in a bar that I it's because it's so close to to me. 
I go there all the time, probably too much, but um, <laughs> but I become really I became really really good friends with the owners. So that they let they let us film there for you know I mean Julian Rob I love you Julian Rob you're awesome but they let us film there for for three or four nights and you know I would have never got that probably without making that connection so I think as in any filmmaker one of the things that I've learned is definitely make as many connections with as many people in different fields as possible because you just never know when it will come in handy um, so yeah but you know the reception hasn't been great so far now you know. I, I feel like there are the slew of people that it, when it is released upon the masses are going to maybe probably not be so kind to it. But um, that's with any indie film. I think you get all these critics. They think they're critics that sit at home and watch these films and they don't understand the, the concept of working with such a small budget. They're used to watching, you know, mm. Captain America and hereditary, yeah. all these big like budget films. films. They, they like, they compared it to like, you know, yeah. oh, I thought La La Rona was the worst film. It's like that movie had like a multi-million dollar budget. This is yeah. nothing. It's yeah. literally a compliment to be compared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's my oh, thing. That's, that's <laughs> like, David I, I was putting go. over Amazon uh, movies earlier. Hmm? I said David was really putting over a lot of uh, independent uh, Amazon films earlier on the program. They're all fun to watch. True. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them. Not all of them. Well, they're all bring enjoyment, you know. <laughs> Everything brings something to the them. table. <laughs> uh, when Derek was talking about the lighting and going with like kind of the giallo look, uh, so was that in the script at all? And if not, were you on board with that, Troy? That decision. Me and Derek had talked about the lighting stuff, you know, before we even started shooting. Um, we were for stirring too. I was like, "Hey, we should do yeah. this." So we had we had talked about it a lot. And if you read, if you if you read this, if you actually get the teacher shortage script and read it, there are definitely intentional like shallow um, themes inserted in the script. Like I do, like the script very. Uh, explicitly states like oh the black glove hand grasps the door and pulls it open i mean that's a very classic giallo thing so it just kind of made sense that when we wanted to because we had talked about lighting for mrs when we did stirring because it was a christmas film and we oh it'd be cool to have like red and green lighting and blah 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 we but never got the gels for it even yeah. though the gels ended up being 12 bucks for a whole <laughs> yeah. god damn it so, like, with, with teacher shortage, before we started filming, we had just talked about, you know what, maybe this would be the film because it, you know, it, it, it is kind of, you know, a very Jalo-esque type of film to begin with. Maybe this would be the, the, the one to kind of experiment with the lighting with. We really didn't. I mean, I, I, so I think we both knew that we were going to do that. It just wasn't until we got to set that first day with, like, Brink's death that we, that Derek was like, okay, what colors do we want to use? How do we want to, how do we want to make this work so that it's, you know, consistent through the film? And we kind of just did it that way. And I, I love it. I think it just adds, you know, a element to the film that you don't really don't see nowadays. I think it makes it different. Unlike most films, like it brings out, well, what's funny is like, you can tell like the first kill we did was Brink's kill. We didn't quite know what we wanted the color to do. So the, the second scene with Brink, Besides it being blue and red, it was like pink and purple or something. So, so, and then we never did that throughout any other kills. 
because we decided, no, nah, let's just keep it like red. Let's keep it like fucking we're in the killer's head. We're in that moment. We're seeing nothing but red. And uh, we went with it. Uh, when you were talking earlier, Troy, about, uh, you know, originally you wanted to have it all in the school and you had like the flagpole and stuff. Were there any other like school supplies you thought you'd like to use and didn't get a chance to? <laughs> I wish I could dig out the original the, the script because there was, uh, yeah, everything in this, every, every death in the um, sort of original version of the, the script, which was way different. I'm, I'm glad I actually scrapped it because it's way, it was way different. It was more of a just a silly slasher film about teachers being in a school. It wasn't there wasn't a lot of the commentary that you get with the film now. Um, but there was a you know I, I kind of copied one of the deaths from I think Hello Mary Lou prom night too with the paper cutter. Whoosh, somebody getting their oh, head nice. chopped off with the paper cutter. Um, but yeah, I, I, I put a protractor in if you do part two. I mean I don't think I've ever seen three hole punch. Someone got stabbed to death with one of them. Remember those? I, I don't know. Why did they let the, our, why did they let fucking kids play with these? Because I remember when I was like in fourth grade, those compasses that have the oh, pencil. Oh god! Yeah. They gave that to like fourth graders, and I remember there was a kid in my fourth grade class that like hit me with, stabbed me with it. Like whose bright idea was it to give kids a freaking weapon? But anyways, in the, in the original script, like somebody got one of those jabbed in their eyeball. I mean, so it was it was lots of fun stuff like that. <laughs> I, I see that the I see that your uh, your scripts here are you know very therapeutic for you. Yeah. <laughs> they are i'm writing an epic death scene right now that's kind of the opening scene of my of the film i just hinted at which is going to be a sequel to one of my first two films and i'm just having a blast doing it because if i can pull it off um it's going to be pretty epic so hopefully somebody listening will give me like fifty thousand dollars to do it i got right. you isn't that yes. the motto, right? It's like, if, <laughs> how many times do we say that? If we can pull it off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we got lucky, though. Our movie has $16,000. We write a lot, and it's like, if we can pull this Oh, off. yeah, yeah. No, like, basically, all of our writing is, if we have the budget, we'll kill this person like this. If we don't, it'll be shitty. <laughs> well, that's what I said. I mean, I said that many times during teacher shows. If we can pull this off, this is going to be amazing, like with the school scenes and um, the, bar, the bar stuff. And, of course, we're, we haven't mentioned – I mean, nobody's mentioned her, but she she has a small part, but she was really great to work with, and that's Tim, Tamara Glenn from Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Tamara. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of my yeah. favorite She's scenes done was pretty uh, well for her the bonus scene. <laughs> The what? I love, the, I love the that scene bonus after scene. The credits, the after the credits. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's what that was okay. one of my favorites to shoot. Yes, that's one thing because I don't. There's people that aren't. There, there are people that are not watching the entire film past the credits. So listen to me, people, yes. right now that are watching this. If you watch the film, when the credits start to roll. Don't, don't shut leave. it off. It's because, a Marvel uh, film. Right. There's there's two. There's a bonus. There's two bonuses. There's someone you think is dead might not be. No, because I had (laughs) no, 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 because I've had like four people message me, the Kickstarter backers that got the film, and they're like, "Uh, okay, so Tamara is in the film for like ten seconds." I'm like, okay, so you obviously shut the fucking thing off before 
you let the no watch the post. It was like, only oh. twenty seconds. That's I, it between I, the end of the next to I, the next yeah. scene. I like his interpretation. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, David's. No, Troy. Uh. Uh. <laughs> That's my favorite. No, what? Because she's really good in that post scene. Great really monologue. Good. Great yeah, monologue. That was that was really good. Yep. Uh, Charm is asking, uh, what are your thoughts on crowdfunding and what was the experience like? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to put that in. I, I, you know, I've, my three films have successfully been crowdfunded and now I feel like I'm, a, you know, I, 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 if I do a, my next film, I'll definitely probably try to go the crowdfunding route, but I feel like now it's oversaturated, but there are certain people like, you know, that know, how to crowdfund. I never really did. I just kind of learned, you know, put, putting it out there and relied on social media. But I guess now there are certain strategies that people are mm-hmm. using to get their crowdfundings um, accomplished. So I'm really kind of interested that if I do my next film, how that's going to look. I mean, I've been blessed that, like I said, my three films have been crowd successfully crowdfunded. Um, but it seems like it's, it's working for a lot of people, which is, interesting because you know a lot of people don't have i don't know i'm rambling now but you know we're in covid where people have lost their jobs but there's still these films right. that are getting eating and exceeding their goal for example like david is in times up which is um a slasher film that's going to be directed by Corey norman who i've actually been friends with on social media for a long long time so it's really cool to see him helming this film and it's damien mfa from strangers pray night they just smashed their goal like i mean i'm like so impressed and I've seen other films that people are attached to with crowdfunding that are just like wrecking their goals. And I, so I guess there's strategies for it. Um, I know Samantha and Derek really are crowdfunding connoisseurs. Um, yeah. it's, it's, so, it's like a perfect storm. And I it's mean, a science. There's so it's many science. things that need to line up though, you know, so. Yeah, I actually writ, written it down like a 10 step type thing. You gotta follow these 10 steps. And you'll make and your goal in like three days. Damn. Yeah, you know, you guys, but it's a shitload of work. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Like, no, it's, it's a lot of work. Preparation up to those days. And it's hard being a filmmaker asking people for money. Like it sucks. It's not fun to crowdfund, especially during this time. Well, and you and you see some of the crowdfunding campaigns that that some filmmakers throw out that that fail miserably, and it's because they don't. They, they think that crowdfunding, successful crowdfunding is basically just posting the link on Facebook and all your friends are going to go donate. Right. You have to reach an audience beyond your personal um, relationships. You're, you're never going to make your goal otherwise. I kind of learned that, you know, well, you got the hard that, way. Well, it's campaign fatigue. Like, that's a real thing. Yeah. Well, you got to reach people who aren't in the same circles because you got mm-hmm. people who are campaigning for five movies at once. That's yeah. like that's but, not going to work. And just just a side note: this is just me on my high horse. If you are run a crowdfunding campaign, please fulfill the perks that you promised the people. Because I have I have donated personally to probably about a more than a dozen crowdfunding campaigns. I've never seen really, a single person. What is really sad is, yeah, I can count on less than one hand how many perks I've actually received that I pledged wow. to. We're talking films that were supposedly, you know, done four or five years ago. So wow. please, because that gives, that gives crowdfunding a bad name. 
Um, I've had the I same experience. I don't want to say their names, but it's two mo- uh, one was a movie, one's a, uh, a film festival, and I never got either things. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, I get my stuff out. I mean, anybody that knows me knows my stuff goes out. The people that back my stuff get their stuff. In fact, like I said, the teacher shortage DVDs for the crowdfunders all went out. So people are taking pictures and posting them. So that's kind of cool to see. The Blu-ray should arrive tomorrow. I got my little <laughs> UPS oh, nice. notification. So they'll be going out. I mean, I fulfill your damn perks. I mean, you know, yeah. it just, uh, and it's sad because a couple of the people that I've pledged to their crowdfunding campaigns, I consider kind of like, I wouldn't say friends, but people that I've interacted with a lot on social media. Super and, close associates. Well, like you said, that hurts everybody because, uh, you know, if you uh, don't get what, you know, even if it's $20 or something, you don't get whatever you're supposed to get, you're unlikely to, to, to uh, help somebody else on some other project. Oh, we, we try and tell people because we had a lot of perks on orders, but we, we keep engaged with people. Like, our film is supposed to be done already, but because of COVID, we couldn't, we couldn't even make our film yet. So we're, we're still waiting until we can shoot ours. But we keep engaged to everybody. We're sending them emails. We're letting them know that they will get their perks. We have set yeah. the money aside for just perks. Well, a lot of the perks, because we have Kaylee and Mel Heflin in ours. So a lot of, you know, they sent out their perks already. So, um, And then uh, T-shirts. Like, we're waiting for the official cover art to send out T-shirts. Yeah. But, you know, like DVDs, the digital copies. Like, we actually gave digital copies to people who donate $1. And we're still going to do that. We just need yeah. uh it's just COVID messed up our filming. Well, like Troy said, though, like there's there are a couple of filmmakers that we won't name that you know give people. I wish I, could, yeah. I wish I I wish I could name them, but I'm just not going to. But I'm just saying, like it gives it gives people that are. Should I cough? Should I do the cough and say? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Okay, I was this close to saying a first name. Probably thinking of the same people. <laughs> no, we are. We definitely are. Yeah, uh, lot, All right, it's me. It is Chris. God damn it, Chris. I had pledged your welcome to the hollow song and never got my perk. Oh my gosh. Wait, what really? Chris, where's my first class tickets to the front row? The front row of your next concert. They're in my oh, pocket. Yes. The show is Saturday. What Where? Oh, I have a show in New Jersey on, on Saturday. Oh, Jersey. that's so cool. Oh. Also, Troy. Area, you got to let us know. Oh, well, we were in Peoria, remember? And I wanted, when we we're back there again, we were right by you. Like, this was right, this was right before we met. I was there like. Uh, oh, yeah. a, a couple yeah. months before we met. And we should be back at that casino. It's some casino in Peoria. It's Paradise. Yeah, let us know. Oh, yes, we'll Paradise. paradise I have casino. the bra ready to throw at you. <laughs> and Troy, this is random, but one of my fans made us um, hats, teacher shortage hats. I and they made got one for it. Me and one for, oh, you got it. I was going to say they made one for you. She sent it for my birthday. I'm like, she just oh. she met, <laughs> It's Bernie. Um, yeah, yeah, Bernie. She, she, She's she's so great. She's so supportive of you. I know that. But now she's become like one of I guess one of my biggest fans because yeah. she's still so but she messaged me and she's like, Hey, I want to send you something for your birthday. By the way, my birthday was this past Friday, 9-11. Yay. Yes. Happy birthday. Hey. I, I, did, I did something because 
this whole year, my all my plans got pr- freaking canceled. So like, I have two friends that are in Orlando right now. So I decided, you know what, I'm gonna go, you know, and and enjoy myself. So I flew to Orlando for the weekend and went to Disney World and Epcot and for the first um, I saw him. For the first time, it was a lot of fun. I wish I still worked there. I would have got you in for free. Yeah. Wow. Sh- oh, my God. Considering what I paid for the tickets, damn it, I wish you did still yeah. work there. What, what did you used to do there, Chris? I was a singer for their shows and parades. Oh, so adorable. Yeah, it was like my first out-of-town job. Oh, when oh. I, was, I yeah. worked the sky ride. I wore Lederhosen. <laughs> that... <laughs> I wish Sky I could. Skyride is no longer there, by the way. Because <laughs> so. you're not there. You it's did a much song, great. right? Like a, gynecolo- a, gynecolo- a gynecology Yes, song. I have a greatest hit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want to let you know that last time I was in my gynecologist, I thought of you. So thank oh, you good. for that. Good, good. <laughs> let your kids watch that. It's a step up from, you know, Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> 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 You didn't well, sing like, that at Disney like, World, did you? The the gynecologist. <laughs> I'm oh, very confused. Oh, in Lee Rose, and I don't, I don't know what's going on. It here. always comes but. out of parties. So. <laughs> I like I like David's line when he's talking to Chris, and he's like, "Oh, look at you, all squeaky clean and everything." Oh. <laughs> look at him; he's all his little boy band. Squeaky clean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about you, Squeaky? You got yourself a girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I, I know all the ones. I've watched the film. Editing that scene was so much fun watching him edit that scene. There's so many takes, and he he says stuff so differently. Yeah. I'm. Tr- it's hard to try and balance the comedy to the seriousness. Because some parts he, he goes way above, and I gotta like bring it down a little on editing. So whenever those parts come up, it just seems like it's it works out. He's fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Man. yeah. I I like when he did the boop, the boop. Yeah. yeah. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I see my you again, I will boop you. That's for sure. Yeah. All of us. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to you booping me again, David. <laughs> we shall boop. Yeah. My favorite David. I haven't David been of- booped like you in a long time. <laughs> oh Lord, it's been a while. My favorite, my favorite David moment. I watch it all the time. I literally do ask. I, I watch it all the time because I just I laugh so hard. It's when he says his whole line about the um, that that Valerie. She's always been a dipshit. You know, that dumb broad. You <laughs> almost had to have fun on that football team. It's so natural. Because that dumb twat forgot to pay the deposit. <laughs> yeah. But he says, but he says, football field, the football field. God, that's you know, like, a genius. <laughs> He fucking love it. <laughs> on the football field. Oh, oh Lord. Yeah. Uh, John says he hopes that there's a there's a an outtake reel. He thinks there would be a lot of fun. Oh, is there a gag reel? A I hope so. Uh, I hope so. Although oh, we had no bloopers. I would yeah, love Do you remember when we threw the glass for the first time? When we were doing the bar scene, we threw <laughs> like a 
we had breakable, you know, oh, like sugar it. glass, but we also had a real glass. And I think it actually is in the film. I threw that real glass at the wall it and it didn't, it didn't break. It just like hit the it wall and off. fell. And then I think so, it broke so the, the floor. scene which made the film is actually kind of CGI. Because when he threw oh, it, oh, really? well, kind of like he ducked. And you see it go right after he ducks, but really, like, it was just, like, like I was just cop propping the frame of the glass to make it just look like it's barely missing him. Yeah. Really, it was, like, what, like, a, a minutes apart? Like, he and, and then, like, a minute later, you throw the glass. Well, and, and speaking of the bar scene, I just – I have to give a shout-out because I feel like it's – I have to give a shout-out to Roger and his performance – in the bar scene is brilliant i i you know his whole monologue in the bar scene and i'm not trying i don't want anybody to spoil anything but like his roger was brilliant in the film um, that whole monologue I, was, yeah he, yeah that's really good he's on point i get i, get, I got goosebumps watching him yeah, I, I basically used one one take of that monologue without cutting it mm-hmm. like he's that, like he is so good so good how did he get involved in the movie, Roger? I've been I've been uh, Facebook friends with Roger for a long time, and we we oh. have kind of a good we kind of have a good rapport. You know, we um, they have a uh, podcast so, now. Yeah. yeah, we guys we we do a podcast together where we talk about horror films. Um, but he, uh, I've I've I actually met him um, when I was in Cleveland uh, a couple years ago when stirring was playing at a film festival there and i've i've seen his work and i told him i said you know i i i would love to work with you blah 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 so when i wrote the principal perry character and i kind of had him in mind and um i still made him audition though because that's just how i am i i I still like to have actors audition because i just want to know if they're a right fit for the character like even though like for example and it's it's nothing offensive it's just me like I work with Kaylee Williams, for example. Kaylee Williams was in Stirring. And I know she's an amazing actress, but I still made her send in an audition for Teacher Shortage because it's a different character. And I want to see if you inhabit that character. So I, made, I had Roger um, send in his audition, and I was, I was like, yes, you nailed it. Um, and he's such an important character in the film. So yeah. it was it's awesome. Yeah, I know. It was awesome to have, you know, him him be able to bring his acting chops to the to the film. I think that's a very valid point, Troy. Is a, yeah, you can be like a really good actor or actress and just not be right for a specific part. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, for example, Eric Stoltz was originally the kid in Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah, yes. And they they filmed like two weeks with him, and then they, they yep. fired him. Yep. Yep. And and but you can't imagine anyone else but Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> I there's one there's one of my my very favorite parts that Roger did, which is when he meets Chris's character in front of the utility closet (laughs) and and he's like doing this thing and it was so good and i really loved it it's one of my favorite like little idioms in the film he's doing a like yeah storage (laughs) right and and just the way he did it was just so natural (laughs) 
And I, that, that little bit of physicality, I just loved so much. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I was lucky. I was lucky because Roger and Chris had amazing. I mean, I mean, amazing chemistry together. Uh, they they worked they worked well together, and that's. I mean, it's very believable to me when I watch the. It doesn't, and I might be I might be biased, but there, it's, there's nothing like forced or, or or fake about their interactions. It's very realistic, and that's everybody. Like you guys nailed it, and I couldn't be more proud to have you guys in my film because, I mean everyone is just raved about the cast and how realistic they, they, they come off and how the chemistry is amazing. And so I have to give you major props because you brought this vision to life for me in, in such a brilliant way. So thank you all. Also, the amazing part is the, uh, the, the part where their chemistry is the best was the first day they met, too. I was yeah. going to say, the, what, that bar scene where we're having that uh, kind of heavy dialogue about our relationship and being unable met, to, yeah. like, blah, blah, that we had just met and we were filming overnight. So yeah. I had, we had both flown in. We had both been picked up. We took a nap because we started filming at, like, 2 a.m. Then we and went then to we the, went right into it. And we, went the, we got Tex-Mex. And we yeah, had my sets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. We, well, we, went to, we went and got Tex-Mex the first time with Julie. Oh, and yeah, then, yeah, And then we went to Golden Corral and loved a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buffet is such a thing of the past. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, heartbreaking. fared well. Should we, talk about, should, should we talk about... Wild Buffalo, buffalo Wings. Buffalo Wings. Oh, you <laughs> and I just kicked out. I have a photo. picture. My favorite photo. I have a picture, Deborah. I know. She has a picture. I got a I know. I just recently shared this said picture. We almost got kicked out. Like, how wild is in your name? Don't kick us out if somebody's acting wild. Plus, it was like 11 o'clock. Why do you have kids out anyways? A song came on, and she was dancing to the song. Well, who would know? Who would know that Buffalo Wild Wings would have the best music? (laughs) You know? I'm dancing around our our table, and then I got reprimanded by the manager. That's Deborah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I got Rupert. I got Rupert. <laughs> Look at Chris's face. Yeah. She's like yeah. she's possessed or something. Yeah. Hey, really? Look at the guy behind him, though. Like, uh, the guy in the background just smiling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. But the man has great memories on the set. Like, oh, because I just came from a set that, like, wasn't so great. And then coming to this set was just, like, night and day. Why is it just yeah, the, it the manager comes up and he's like, I turned it back. Uh, it should be back. You need to, you know. <laughs> I just see me. It was like, you might have to click uh, back to speaker view yourself or whatever it is. <laughs> me? No, no, it, for everyone else, it's fine now. It's just, uh, oh, did I go out again? Uh, well, I, I, I highlighted their, their video just so everyone could see it, but uh, for everyone else, you might have to turn it back to the uh, thing. Oh, I know. <laughs> I go to gallery. Uh, Michael Kula says uh, Chris and Roger were awesome in the movie, and Deborah and David brought a lot of humor to their roles. Michael Tula, awesome he was amazing. Michael Tula, so natural. Amazing. And that oh, get out of the chat and up in the board. Too. Michael Tula, I was like, he was like 
we need an actor for this. I was like, bring this dude. Oh, he was so good. He is so good. He was so good. Can yeah. you hear me now? Yep. Yeah. Yes. We can hear you. Okay. Michael. Michael also, we worked with the first night with that bar scene. You know, he came yeah, in for like. He's, he's so good. Like he brought that whole kind of jock vibe to the character yeah. without yeah. it being like without it being no without it being like annoying or over the top yeah. because i think any, i think in a, a lesser actor's hands that role could have been kind of really annoying you know what yeah. i mean but i feel like he made it very likable like you like him even though he's just like this he you know. was cool yeah he brought yeah, his he stink was face. Fantastic. He had the most best stink face ever <laughs> yeah. I, I, I worked with him before in the movie called the contract with zach salazar and uh i remember troy was looking for an actor to fill this part and i i uh one i brought it to him because it would be cheap because he's local <laughs> <laughs> another part was because he was really fucking good in the contract so I was like, Troy, check out this dude, and fucking we made magic. Also, he, he, was, he was really good. Yeah. I don't know if, if it's like common knowledge, so I won't spoil what it is. But one of my favorite things that Troy did in this movie is there are Easter eggs to his other two movies in this movie. Yeah. And speaking of Michael, he one of his stories in the in the movie is is an Easter egg. I won't ruin what yeah. the Easter eggs are in case they're secret. But well, they're not. They're keep, not keep an secret. I'm, and I'm surprised more people have not caught it. But like, yeah. So at the beginning of the film, the yearbook. If you look at the yearbook that, oh, that yeah. the character is holding, all of the care, all of the other pictures are the actors that were in Party Night. Yeah, and they all die. Oh. And then. And then Michael or Michael Tula's uh, sort of monologue in the bar, his Brant character, when he talks about um, when he asks he asks Ryan like, "What's the kind of the crazy thing that's ever happened to you?" And so Michael tells his Brant character tells a story of, "Oh, you know, I went to I, when I was in college, these two you know crazy bitches went went crazy over Christmas and killed a bunch of people, uh, you know, and I was on." I was on the football team with one of them. Okay, so if you go back and watch Mrs. Oh, Claus. You're about to talk about how Brent fumbled the fucking ball. Yes. Right? Yeah. The character of Grant in Stirring, played by Ryan Poole, he has a little story that he tells one of the characters where, oh, well, we would have won the football game if Brent wouldn't have fumbled the ball. So, so you're it's the same guy. Brent in Teacher Shortage is the – Brant that I Brant's didn't even realize that. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's the yeah. Brant that what? He fucked up the ball. He fucked up the whole series. And ruined the claws. Nice. We didn't have Fifi in the film. Like, Fifi no. was in the first two films, but the third film, Fifi wasn't in. She's, she's in my bedroom right now. Like, oh. we need a quick shot of Fifi <laughs> just to put in, like, just so I could re-edit the film and just be like, boom, we got Fifi in. And is everybody else is like, what the fuck is Fifi? Wow. Yeah, who, who is anthology. Fifi your dog? It's a stuffed dog. Oh, it's stuffed dog. Yeah, and it's That's even film, creepier. Uh, Ryan holds <laughs> Fifi the entire time, and Mrs. Claus, it's in the background. In this film, we plan on having it, but you know how when you're on film, like things go crazy. Oh. And have Fifi on. 
R.I.P. Fifi. Yeah. Oh. It was Remember be- the dog we had on set? Oh, yeah, our that, little I was just thinking about my dog. Oh. What, would, what did we call him again? What was his name? She'll tell you, anytime I think of Coco, I cry. Coco, just, I'm talking about dogs. Oh, hey. The- hey, so I have to tell you. So this isn't related to teacher shortage at all, but I have to tell you. Can you can you hear me? Yeah. Nope. nope. <laughs> I can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. Sorry. Go ahead. We can hear you now. Okay. So anyway, um, I have to tell you that Trista and I just worked on a film together, and it's not horror; it's a family film drama. But it was so lovely working with Trista. I was with her for almost two weeks, and it was fantastic. But it's not horror-related, so... Can you tell us what it's called? What's it called? Yes. Yes, it's called You Like to Draw with a question mark. I've seen you promoting that. Yes, yes. Yes. And Trista... Trista was amazing, and I'm so thankful to be in a film with Trista. Very uh, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Deborah is the best at promoting <laughs> stuff. I'm sure you know, as like a filmmaker, you know, she takes that very seriously, which I really do. helps in the <laughs> films, you know. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I hope you guys like it. It's a good uh, movie for Halloween. I'm oh, of Fear. Echoes of Fear is the best. It's the best. It's so good. You got to watch it. Oh, yeah, it. Troy. Don't get pissed at us, but uh, our film is a christmas thing film because we oh, realize how popular christmas thing films are. Which, the, which, my which, girlfriend, the serial killer. Oh. oh they made teacher shortage. I'm like, it's a Christmas thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> no the, he has CGI hats on everybody. <laughs> like, real? <laughs> teacher shortage to Christmas Vacation. Well, it kind of has to be a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> but we also love... Uh, That's a good idea. Stuff. A prequel to Teacher Shortage, Troy. <laughs> what, what, what happens in the prequel? Like, hey, I'm the same teacher. Oh, is that the killer? Oh, Evil no. twin siblings. They just eat lasagna. <laughs> Troy can make it work. Uh, I want to see... I want to see Sue Steele decorating for Christmas. What was that? Uh, Drew, Drew uh, Charles, the best idea for a sequel. It says, totally different characters played by the same people. Yeah. So, uh, the Mrs. Claus sequel is going to be Amazeballs. Oh. So when I'm do we have so to start excited. petitioning to be in that, Troy? Yeah, Troy, send us all an invite. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, no, yeah. no, Samantha. Like seriously, and I'm not. I'm not lying now. I, I swear. I swear. My, I swear to God. Like I'm writing the opening scene to Mrs. Claus too. Just so I just revealed it. Okay, whatever. And like the character in the opening scene, as I'm writing her, it's I have you like pictured. <laughs> but unfortunately, I've already been offered the role, Sam. So <laughs> no, I don't want to die in the first five minutes. You're the Drew Barrymore. <laughs> if you need a cinematographer, I know a guy. I know a guy too. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's an epic death scene. It's an epic death scene. Well, call me. No, I You just have to do helicopter titties. Exactly. Yes. 
But now I'm, I'm, I'm gonna going, watch I'm all up. She's about to do helicopter titties in five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! Look at those go. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm coming to visit just so we can do helicopter titties together. That now would be a movie on its own, Deborah. <laughs> we can charge tickets for that. I think. Poor hub. <laughs> Your only fans. <laughs> okay, so I just added Echoes of Fear. I'm going to watch it, but I have to finish Ozark first because it's a fucking amazing. Oh, God, I love that oh, show. Thank you. Hey, you have to binge watch it before you watch Ozark. Ozark. Was that the dark I, show? I, yeah, that was the one-track mine. I think Echoes of Fear is worth interrupting Ozark to watch Echoes of Fear and then go back to Ozark. Yeah, just finish, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Depending on how many episodes you have left. I mean, and you have, like, here we are fucking watching left, 90 like, days. Echoes of Fear is just one movie. Oh, it sucks just watch the damn movie. It's good. It's <laughs> really, really good. I'm watching it tonight. I'm going to watch it. You watch it? Yeah. We're going to watch it too. Sure, we got it. Yeah, yeah. We'll all meet up I, tomorrow and do our review. Yeah. <laughs> I should... I should be Trista's agent. I know. Your check's in the mail, Deborah. <laughs> I don't even want a check. I just want you to be like on top of the world, Trista. Thank you. <laughs> but Deborah deserves all the praise for her portrayal of uh, Sue. Sue. I want to say Mary Sue. I love and her brother Blue, I, Blue Steel and Sue Steel. Yeah. Sue Steel, that's <laughs> it. God I love, damn. I love the uh, like the gifts you made like a long time ago. You made a, a whole bunch. It's funny. Do you remember who made them? Didn't you make them, Derek? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Iowa. <laughs> Sue Steel says, says that. I don't know. Somebody made them. I don't remember a lot, but yeah. <laughs> was it Troy? Did Troy make them? I don't know. It was funny. I don't remember, but I know that your death scene looks pretty epic. Oh too. my God, that was so epic to film. The no. fucking hand with the blood. <laughs> I mean, because half of this shit, like, like, whenever you think of scenes when you're reading the script and you see the location, everything changes. Yeah. So, like, you have to, on the fly, just be like, okay, we're going I'd to I'd like to point out, this. during that scene, me and David are just laying in bed chilling. And you never <laughs> see it. David. You, and yeah. you never said, I think, I think David told you, they're never going to get us in that mirror. <laughs> no. We never got But me and here. David stayed still. But we got a close-up of y'all. We did get a close-up. <laughs> I almost forgot we shared a bed. You are professionals. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. We're but that, if there was a small change, it's no worse, though. In uh, Troy and I's first film, Party Night, uh, you'll see uh, Drew Shotwell on top of the car slide down dead. He had oh. to stay there for almost two hours. Yeah. Y'all got lucky. Y'all were on a bed. Yeah. This dude had to be upside down on a car with blood running all over his face. Yeah, we were pretty comfortable. Front row seat. But I was yeah. on a bed that you had sex on. And that was... Mm. <laughs> that was after, a <laughs> no, we did. No, the first night. You did. did. Yeah, you did. When did well, we film? <laughs> we filmed it the next day. Oh, yeah. Sorry, David. <laughs> Like, wait, this isn't the fake blood. It's never. No. Oh, <laughs> That's why his hair was extra gray that day. Got it. Oh. I have. Well, to, me I and Derek actually met for the first time on Teacher Shortage, and then 
we got married because of teacher shortage. So thanks, yeah. guys. For the ring. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations. Troy made that happen. And we're still married. I should say that. We're still married. <laughs> COVID like all. A matchmaker. Yes. Thank you, Troy. <laughs> and and there were a few times where we're like, you know, where's Derek? Where's Samantha? Uh, we're we're waiting. Uh, where are they? Uh, and then a, a minute. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Only a minute later we came out. <laughs> The fuck have y'all ever yes. been waiting on us when we weren't waiting on you? <laughs> no, it's like it's like three minutes. Deborah needed the mirror and the bathroom. Never. I remember needing to take a shit really bad, and Deborah was in the bathroom for like fucking five hours. Like, and then I had to in my hair. Nobody can take a shit. Sorry. And and I I like, have... fuck. No, wait, wait, you got that backwards. You went to take a shit, and then I had to wait for like at least ten minutes before I could go back in there because it's like, whoa! Right. This is the My real shit talk. smell like right. But this is real talk of independent films, right? You have all these actors living in an yeah, Airbnb, and there's two true. bathrooms. Like that's real talk. And I'll warn you, me and Kaylee's bathroom had no door. That's yeah, right. I right. in there one time. <laughs> no, so, <laughs> we're very close. We all became very close, is all yeah. I gotta say. Showering um, with no door was fantastic. Yeah. It really my very was. first scene, when I first flew in, first of all, my luggage was lost, so that's awesome. Then yeah, I have I Troy. That. I have Chris and Roger, who I've never met, who are like, well, what dress size are you? And I'm like, bitch, I'm a girl. I'm not telling you my fucking dress size. <laughs> Like Meanwhile, I also know understand. nothing about that. Roger's about to go to the store and be like, I'm buying this bitch stuff. Yes, I was like, I don't dress. know that. I don't know it. I'm like, I don't wear sundresses. <laughs> so luckily my luggage was found. But like, I mean, the second I got to the house, Roger kidnapped me and was like, girl, we got to do your eyebrows. <laughs> my first scene was dropping trowel and taking a piss in front of all these people that I just first met. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, Dude. if you if, if you're a good listener, the pee sounds are hilarious. They're I not guess. my pee, by the way. Well, I, I, I found a sound where it goes, stops, because somebody knocks on the door. And then they go away, stops, somebody where do you find tenants? Where, where do you find something like this? Uh, I got, I got. Programs. Don't ask him no, these questions. I got programs. Uh, digital juice. You can buy a lifetime membership. Unintended. Not paying me for five hundred dollars, <laughs> and you have it for life. And they have ten thousand, like thousands upon thousands of music, sound clips, and everything. Oh, I thought it was just gonna be all urine sounds, basically. Yeah. I know. No, I very specific website. Yeah, I was like, nice to meet you, everybody. Yeah, like, it would actually out. be cheaper if I just recorded somebody paying besides the $500 I spent. But <laughs> yeah, I I'll do it for 200 bucks. You can you uh, can record me. But uh, honestly, that, that program, we use like uh, digital juice, all the stabbing sound effects you hear, every single sound effect from, uh, from the birds chirping outside, the footsteps, all from that program. Oh, wow. It's a really good program for filmmakers. Just to, I, have just to, I, I have to say one thing, though, that you got lucky with my previous fire-spitting experience because when you spit fire, you know, you put 
lighter fluid in your mouth and you spit it out real hard at a torch, you know, a lit torch to do the flame, to do the, and then the flame goes out like that. So when, uh, well, I don't want to do any spoilers, but there is a part where I spit like a lot of blood. Oh, and it was yeah. maybe. I was, was pissed off because it got much. all over the camera. I was like, God damn it, Deborah. Yeah, me and David were like in bed and we just like, as the controversy go on, we're like, what's going on? Is this bitch done <laughs> yet? We quickly had to get a bunch of fucking napkins to wipe it up. Like, God. <laughs> that, I remember that cleanup. The fire, that's the fire spitting experience right there. Oh, yeah. You just needed gargling. Not good. No, you told me. <laughs> Listen, Deborah is a serious. No, but you it turned out me. perfectly. It never always takes it to the, the next. The next <laughs> yeah. one. You told me a lot. I asked you, I said, do you want a lot of blood? And you said, yeah, a lot of blood. So, you know, I gave you what you asked <laughs> yeah. for. You know, I have to say, Deborah, you were really good about giving choices. I really appreciated that. Like, you came with, like, an arsenal of different ways to do something. And, I mean, that's. That's really important. That's really valued in an actor and actress. So I want to give That's you props right. for that. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> give you choices. God damn it. Chris is so adorable. He is. <laughs> I Was know. Was it time to remind right. again? Oh, yeah. Chris, you're adorable. <laughs> Unbutton your yeah. shirt, Chris. Unbutton your shirt, Chris. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. He's so cute. My shirt has buttons, just letting you know. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, David. Oh, hey, Look at this shimmer. Look at this shimmer in this shirt. Look at that. Y'all you know, got a blushing. This is the first collar shirt I've worn in six months. I'm like, Honestly, I'm put a collar. It's, yeah. it's so cool hanging out with y'all. Yeah. We all haven't talked together since yeah. the film. We, we honestly had a blast, yeah. though, man. It was the best set I've ever been it on. It was so fun. <laughs> I'm ready for a teacher reunion. Yes, yes. Troy. Troy. Summer school. Troy. <laughs> and David, David and I were supposed to be in this film together that got canceled. Oh, but we were, we were going to star in this film together. So I'm so bummed that it's not happening. And I won't me, mention me. the name of it because it's canceled. Me, me, I don't know where that person went. No. Yeah, he kind of he kind of disappeared. Oh, I but thought it was canceled because of, no, the guy just disappeared. No, it wasn't. It wasn't because of that. Right. But but I can't wait to work with you again. It'll David. happen. It'll David. happen. Me and David were supposed to be in a film together too, and I got fired. Huh? Well, me too, kind of. Oh. <laughs> because I, I didn't got, oh up dear. Not funny yeah. enough, apparently. Oh dear! Troy. Troy. Well, I mean, it's better than us uh, canceling. (laughs) Um, Let's not talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's go back to how cute Chris is. Uh, Yes, Chris. Chris. God damn it! Just take your shirt off. Oh my god! David, take your shirt off. Troy. Neil, everybody. All right, I'll do it. Whatever. We're upcoming. Put it back on. Running ten miles a day, so I'm good with my body. (laughs) Troy's been running. I know, Troy. Troy, you're killing it with the running and and the killing and the killing and the killing. (laughs) Killing's good cardio, Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. 
And here in the chair, I look at the chair, and the first thing I see is Molly says Chris is adorable. Oh, thank you, Molly. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. See, Chris is take away from tonight's show. She's your number one fan. She's going to misery you. So teacher shortage. Please don't. Go on, sorry. I was like, teacher shortage, you get it on Amazon Prime. And uh, when is the uh, the physical copy? Uh, when is that available? I think it's it was dear uh, October twenty seventh. So just in time for Halloween. Yeah. Yay! Even though it's a Christmas movie. Careful <laughs> <laughs> okay. tool also adds uh, Troy's one of the most likable directors you'll ever meet. True that. Oh, yeah. oh, Michael Tool is just trying to kiss ass for a role in his <laughs> next movie. <laughs> and he says D Hizzle, which I assume that's Derek, is uh, the chillest DP. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm like the biggest asshole. He'll tell you on the first party night, I was a huge asshole, and then I chilled it out afterwards. Anybody that knows Derek, we love him for that. <laughs> Hey, we got three films made, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, where can you follow everyone uh, to see what, where can everyone be uh, followed uh, to see what you're up to on the internet or to your home if you're up for it, I don't know. My, my home address is, <laughs> <laughs> my landline is. <laughs> Social security card. <laughs> Well, I'm on Facebook, and I'm on I'm on the Instagram. Not as much as I should be, but the I Instagram. should be on that more. The so, Instagram, David. I'm on the Instagram. I think That's I how man, have man a, bands do it. We call everything. I might have a Snapchat that I set up just to get the filters, but I don't use it. So, but um, yeah, I'm I'm on those two mainly. I have a Twitter, but I don't twat too much. So. <laughs> W A P. W A P. That is not my hand. What is the pussy? <laughs> Probably could have sold this a lot now if you did. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I can be found um, on Instagram, uh, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's all just my name. Type in Chris Jenner, and you'll you'll find me and all that stuff. I also live stream uh, on an app called Bigo. So if people are interested in just chatting randomly. Go on Bigo and follow me, Chris Jenner. He's so adorable. <laughs> he's so cute. I don't know what Bigo is either. God. Me and Dave, we're we're too old. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, like I've never, I don't even know what he just said, but good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Was it Bigo? I thought it was. At first, I thought he said like Bigo, like Bigo Morganson, but it's a Bigo with a. Uh, no. Yeah, B I G O. Okay. Not oh, Bingo. Bigo. Bigo. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but but for my projects. I might be starting to old man band, so I, I thought it was bingo. So. <laughs> man, stealing our gimmick here. I know. Well, you no, know, you have the man band. I'll have the old. No, I'll join your band. I could be the younger member of the old band. <laughs> all right. Then, like we're all fifty plus. Huh? Uh, am I just a one man band now? Or something? What's going on? <laughs> I'm uh, stealing well, all your band members. <laughs> I'll hold one. 
Uh, well, who else? Who are we missing here? Uh, where can you follow Derek and, and Samantha? I assume separately. Uh, actually, uh, we have a cool. Uh, we have a feature, and we also have a cool web series. Who are you looking at, uh, Mr. Whiskers? <laughs> he's, he's the new. We, we have a. We we're making a giant hamster movie, and we we a giant killer it. hamster. Yeah, movie. and we completely shot it with our kids. So oh, right. it's a COVID movie. It's a COVID movie. <laughs> I auditioned for the hamster, but I didn't get it. <laughs> you, you almost got it, David. Some actors just aren't right for some roles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, we do need the voice for the hamster. <laughs> but uh, we actually were looking for a feature film. It would have been shot already, but uh, COVID fucked us up. So lately, we've just been making films around the house. Yeah. Uh, there's the L and M Kid Corner, which you can mm-hmm. see on uh, YouTube, where yeah. we make fucked up horror films with, uh, with our, our children. <laughs> yeah, and we have a new one coming out with a killer hamster. There's she dies, and that. I think three of them. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hello. This is Emlyn. How you doing? Don't worry. She saw Cannibal Holocaust. She's a grown-up. She's cool. (laughs) Wait, is she more adorable than Chris? I think she might be. Hold on. Hold on. She is more adorable than Chris. Chris is very jealous. Holy shit, Chris! You just spelled a number two. Not a, not so, so we have over. a killer hamster movie coming <laughs> yeah, out, so. and we have a feature film that we're doing. We're uh, planning on shooting it in February. We want to do it. And it'll be an awesome, it'll be an awesome Christmas movie. And, and I mean, we have such amazing. Sorry, we're being distracted. Sorry, by uh, little we love our dog. Well, that's good. You talk all day. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're, we're making a feature film. It's fully funded by crowdfunding. And uh, we, we haven't cast it yet. There, there's still a lot of cast members that we want. Uh, we really want Chris, Evera, and, uh, and David. But our, <laughs> our budget. It's a good way to get involved. Just get well, us out. The worst part is our budget is so low because we live in Peoria. It costs four hundred fucking dollars per fucking. Ticket. The Midwest. We live in the Midwest, so um, unless if we give them, unless if they're okay with going to Chicago and taking the trolley or the, the train. train. It's called the train, honey. Okay. Wow. Well, that'd be fun. I'm I'm used to Texas. Like well, if, well, if you go you to know, Chicago, it's way cheaper. It'll be like fucking a hundred bucks, and then. Well, well, talk to me. Talk to me. All right, we'll talk to Deborah. See, that's the thing is when you work with somebody like, like and the really cast. Hang on, hang on, these guys. The cast, the teacher shortage. Like I literally want to work with everybody again because exactly. they were so phenomenal. So. It's just hard when you live in the Midwest. The budget sucks. I mean, especially- <laughs> David, I see so David. Do they have to go to Peoria to follow you, or is there somebody else they can follow you on the internet? Um, <laughs> just show up in Peoria and yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to go to Chicago and take a trolley to Peoria. That's how they follow. Yes, go to Peoria. No, you can follow. I'm on Facebook, Samsta83. Follow me on Facebook. I don't really do Instagram or Twitter or whatever the fuck that is. I'm more of a Facebook gal. What about you, honey? You guys have like a couple name, like Brad Jelena. Do you have your couple? Are you like it's a his uh, or something? Or IMDb names with my name, and they're all me. So I got I don't know. I got over a hundred credits. 
Whatever. <laughs> Troy, you got somebody in the background. Yeah, Troy. Uh, I see him. There's someone in the house. Hey, hey, background guy. Come on. My roommate. Well, I'm easy. Well, well no, not know. like yeah. that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> We're broke. Uh, uh, Just throwing it out easy. there. That's easy. your hand. No, I, meant, I meant I'm easy to look up. Mm. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, Deborah Lamb. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as the Deborah Lamb. So, I mean, it's that's easy, right? Right. <laughs> Like the Instagram, you go, you find the Deborah Lamb, the one and only. The Deborah Lamb, 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 whatever. Right. Google me, Google me. Troy's at the Deborah bar Lamb. down the road from him. That's yeah. where he <laughs> What does that say? What I can't see your cup. I don't know. Jason. Oh, that's where we filmed. Oh, the first tea. Where can you find yourself, Troy? Uh, the library. If you want people, I mean, if you don't want people to, it's totally fine. No, 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 I, I do. do. I, do. <laughs> I am. I mean, just find me on Facebook, Troy Scamilla, and I'm on. I I am on Instagram as Troy Esc. I really don't use Twitter because I don't like it, but Facebook and Instagram are my two kind of go-to social media things. <clears throat> and you'll definitely want to stay tuned for news about. Hopefully, my next film. Yeah. Which I'm, motiv- I'm motivated about because I already have a poster design for it, and it's fucking kick-ass, and I cannot wait to post it. But I'm uh, gonna Don't wait. tease us, Troy. I want to know, right? Troy, Troy, Remember, Troy, the cool thing to do is to do, like... And Troy, the cool thing to do is, like, 85 versions of a poster. That's the end thing now. <laughs> So you right. want to be, you want to make a poster and then do thirty more. Well, no, because you're no, wait, no, wait, no. Try, uh, David's the smartest man ever. He's wrong. You make a poster and you never make the film. Oh yeah, that's that's a, well, that's a classic well, no. move too. But well, you make a poster. And I've seen some films that should have just stayed a poster. No. <laughs> Or you make a poster and your cast change. You have like you go through a thousand cast members. You have to change the poster. Well, wait. When you're redefining the face of horror, you have to make concessions. Oh, it's getting bad now. Also, I'm writing a song for that movie. I've been working on a song for that. Or you help a film its budget. I want to hear. And then I want to hear Chris's song. I'm writing like a song for it. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, I I I have to make it. I'm I've got full studio. No improv. No, we want it now. Wait, Chris, are you in it still? Are you actually one of the survivors? I said Chris. Of what? We were all in that. Oh shit. I don't know. I think we were all in it. I'm talking about Troy's movie. Oh, oh. I'm working. Oh, no. I've been. I was inspired, and so I've been working on a, a deadly Christmas song. Oh, really? Oh, oh okay. we can't wait to hear that, Chris. Yeah, I thought but I'd bring the subject back to song. our movies. <laughs> we, need, we need you to make up. Clearly, I went right to hell. So you're gonna get in trouble here. You're gonna get in trouble. 
<laughs> I want to be. I want to play Chris's mother in the next film. You're not old enough. No. Oh, yeah, I am. No, you're not. Nah. You're gonna. Oh, you're gonna yeah. play my sister. Hold on. Hold on. No, I I'll guess. Play, I'll play your I, I want to play, play his mother. mother in the next film. Hold on. <laughs> I'll play. Hold on. I got I'll it. play your aunt then. <laughs> there you go. Derek's off doing something. We should be worried. <laughs> oh, he's putting a wig on, isn't he? He's coming back. Is <laughs> we have a few. <laughs> it's role play night. Thursday. <laughs> oh god. But but you know what kills me is despite the five thousand posters that, that film went through, people still contributed to the crowdfunding campaign. I don't know which one you're talking about. I'm lost too, but I oh my lanta. This is what we do on Thursday nights. I know. I sh- we shouldn't have gone down the road. We- I apologize. Tell, tell me. Tell me. <laughs> I'll whisper it. That's horrifying. That's a okay. horrifying mess. Whisper. Whisper. <laughs> we'll talk afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Poor Neil. Okay. Neil's like, no. Yeah, sorry. I'm Back fine. You could, you could, you could. It doesn't affect me. You could talk about whatever we were talking about. I did it. I did it. I'm controversial. <laughs> I don't even Bonnie, know. Bonnie, reunion from hell's okay, but don't talk about. Uh, no. Just, what's the other one? No. Massacre. No. Something massacre. We're getting bad now. Oh, God. Troy, what did you start? <laughs> we're trying to be good. Sorry, I know. I didn't hear of it, either of them. I haven't heard of them. Okay. But you well, know what? You know what film I had heard of that's really good? It's called Echoes of Fear, and Trista Robinson is the star. I, I can't wait to oh, watch yes. that. I heard that too. It's so We're good. Watch that. Thank you. It's really good. <laughs> Trista, Trista, you are so quiet. I know, right? Those are the ones to watch. We're rambunctious, that's why. I know, I'm watching, I'm just staring at you, Trista. <laughs> now we're just like, we're yeah. off to very quiet, and everyone just stares at you. Nice meeting you guys. She's wrapping this up. She's just... <laughs> it was nice like meeting everybody. She's plotting all of our deaths right now. Oh, no. I appreciate you and your time and your talents and your kindness. Thank you. Aww, Aww. You're sweet. Thank you. Very adorable. Like Red right. Summer Massacre. I remember. <laughs> I remember. She gave them so much advice. They made so much money, and then she dropped out, and they lost it all. No comment. I re- it happens, I right? Like, I mean, let's be professional. It happens. Sometimes re- artistic visions are different. So, I mean, you know, you do have to just do what's best for you, right? Yeah. She dropped out because yes, she wasn't being respected. But he's doing another movie now, so. And we, it will be successful. Well, well, will you reprise your helicopter titties and something? No, something? there was, you know what, that's the problem. There was no helicopter titties in that movie. That's why. That's why it was not successful. Are there going to be helicopter titties in My Girlfriend's Serial Killer? Only oh, yeah. if we have oh, you, yeah. Deborah. Do I Read have to do the helicopter boobies? You need to I don't think. Me. Okay, if okay. we do it together, yeah. then I'm fine with that. Okay, okay, <laughs> we'll do it together. <laughs> okay, we'll do it together. Teamwork. <laughs> Alice and Sue. God damn, Troy, your phone looks huge. It is huge. <laughs> That's you a really phone doing like this. <laughs> like a monster. Things. Like, hey guys. <laughs> 
It's not the it size of the phone. I am, but check out this, though. Check out this. One cinematographer to another. This looks creepier. Hey, guys. Neil's like, yeah, we're done here. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, great. Thanks for having me. Right. Yeah, get to a point, you're just flashing your phone into the camera. Hey, I think we've worn out our welcome. <laughs> oh, no, everyone's been, it's been very fun. I actually have to go, but you know what? I had a, I had a great time with you guys and I'm so sorry that we didn't know that it was Brink's birthday because we could have all sang happy birthday to her and we missed out on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Why didn't you tell us, <laughs> Neil? Yeah, well, I, I knew that she had to a certain Why? amount of time, and you know, then it was in the yeah, birthday. Neil and your amazing hoodie. Her Neil, is so nice. the ball. Yeah. You dropped the ball, Neil. We could. I remember for next year. Birthday. We'll all get back together, and, and we'll celebrate <laughs> her birthday. Neil, show us your hoodie. My hoodie. Oh, the shirt. It's actually, it's actually a shirt. I love oh, it. Very cool. I love. We got uh, all different people. Got old on Tim it. Curry. That's the. It's a button wants. shirt like David. And, uh, take uh, it off. The back take has a off. bunch of like cool guys too. <laughs> yeah, my mom bought it for me. Got a bunch of. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, back, you got Jason up here. It's uh, Pennywise. Uh, Pinhead. It's got all. It's got everybody on it. Nice. Pretty, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I like. It. Yeah, I like it. And, and Chris is once again being ignored. Chris Aww. is so adorable. Aww. It's not easy no, no. there being adorable. He's exhausted. <laughs> it must be so exhausted being just that cute. It is, Deborah. Don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I didn't do anything to my hair. I used to like to remind Chris on set that this is his future. <laughs> so, so with each day that comes. I think we're not that far off in age, actually, though. <laughs> oh, I wish that were true. Uh, <laughs> See, like, All right. <laughs> Fucking fifty years old. See, Chris is a great actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I had a great time. Well, thank you yeah, very much. So much. Yeah. Thank you so much time. for having us. This is awesome. Thank yeah. you for Future shortage us. on uh, Amazon Prime. Go get it. Yeah. yeah I wish you guys it. all love the it. best. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. And uh, I forgot last week. Got to thank people who's uh, been donating to the website: Mike Fink, yeah. Stephen Simmons, Vic Shavoni, Brian Clutter, Golgo Thirteen, Nikhil Callahan, Peggy Small, and James Lamont. Thank you guys for helping. Awesome. And we're also going to give away a copy of Evil Boy. And all you have to do to enter these contests: just spread the head, which is just share the show every week. I wrote everyone down. I throw them in this box here, and we're going to pick out a random person. Oh, my God. Win. Evil boy. I don't know, but you better not spread the head. I'm spreading the head. <laughs> don't spread the head. Look at that. It's Bill Whedon. Who is it? Who is it? Bill Whedon. Uh, I love oh, nice. the Bill the man. Bill Whedon. Bill Whedon. Bill Whedon. That's great. <laughs> Bill I just Troy. Did you spread the head? What the hell are you doing? I just, just saw a picture. Of Troy is texting Bill Whedon right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm telling him what's going on. Oh, I can. <laughs> That's right. cool, Neil. You were just yeah, your yeah, photo today of him with. Yeah, that's a still from a video he did for, for the website. This is there. Tell Bill, we, tell Bill Whedon we'll meet him at Wild Buffalo Wings. Wild Buffalo Wings. We'll meet him there. Buffalo I know That's why I sent him this. Troy, fuck you. Hey, fuck your message. Troy, game on, Troy. <laughs> I think they mean the other Troy, Troy. If you oh, that's okay. I still have my Bill This means a war, Troy. That's Bill. That's Bill Whedon. He just won himself. Bill Whedon. Oh. oh. So what did he win, Neil? He won uh, Evil Boy here on on DVD. Uh, oh, nice. Nice. Why are you a young Chris Jenner playing? I don't understand. What? I don't understand picture. Oh, Troy knows. Uh, it's off now, Norm. Troy. Troy knows. It was a film he worked on. Yeah. Well, we're we going to. Uh, go on, sorry. What are you saying? Troy, 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 you're a bad boy, Troy. He pulled the plug <laughs> out. We're done. We got kicked off on on our wedding day. Who? What fucking psycho kicks you off their film on their wedding day? Man, oh. it's bad times here. Sounds yeah, like a whole other story here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have another one. Oh, okay. from hell. We'll have another podcast. from hell. Oh. <laughs> Okay, honey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never going to be asked. This is our last podcast we're ever invited to. <laughs> <laughs> Great seeing y'all. All right. Good to see you guys. I uh, got one last thing to play, but you guys can leave if you want. You can stick All around. Right, but we got, uh, uh, we got a word here from uh, former guest on the show, Todd Farmer, uh, who is the writer of Jason X. That dude actually love you, that. Neil. Love you, love Tristan. You well. love you, Bye, guys. Nice meeting everybody. Nice meeting you. Always great to see you. Yeah. It's good to talk to you, David. I've talked to you on your Facebook. Good to see you here. I love you, David. I love you. Love you, David. I love you, Troy. I love you. Yeah, I love you, David. I right, think it's fear tonight. Hey, all right. Man, that, that Tito's is really doing a wonder on the day. <laughs> Good night, Good night, guys. Good night, Good night everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye, guys. Love y'all. Love all right. you all. Bye. Well. Bye. Bye, Trista. <laughs> God, she's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, hi. My name is Todd Farmer, and I put Nicholas Cage in space, and welcome to my tool shed. Uh, I'm here to talk to you about voting. And I know you're going to vote because you're smart, and because you love our country, and you love our planet, and you love our children in the future, and you know that there is an idiot in charge. So I need you to vote, and I know you will vote. But if you could do what I'm going to do and reach out to a couple of others, because there are a lot of people who didn't vote in the last election. There are also a lot of people who voted for an idiot in the last election. And they know it. They've seen it. Four years, the smart ones on that side know. So I've reached out to a bunch of people I went to college with. I went to a small Christian college, grew up in a small town in Kentucky. Slowly and privately, I'm reaching out to some of them to talk to them about it. And you know what? It's worked. A lot of people who voted for Trump are going to vote for Biden this time. And a bunch of people who didn't vote last time will vote this time. So do what you can. Because we got this, and we have to, because he's already out there saying if he loses, it's because we cheated. And we're not going to cheat. 
We're going to vote. So thanks for listening. And uh, we're going to win this thing. From ancient terrors to the search for modern-day conspiracies, the tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old-world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. Ripley, we should have listening. The Tomb of Nick Cage. They're coming at night! Mostly! 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 Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Tomb of Nick Cage. They're coming at night!